thoughts, we can turn on the stress response just by thought alone. We can think about our problems and turn on those chemicals. That means then our thoughts could make us sick. So if it's possible that our thoughts could make us sick, is it possible then our thoughts could make us well? The answer is absolutely yes. You're listening to the Weekly Call Podcast with Austin, Hammer, and John. Welcome. It's enormously important that you do have the right friends. If they make you a better person than you otherwise would be, that's the ultimate gift. It deals for the most part with success. It deals with people who you started your life off with and what success does to them. People look at you strange saying you changed, like you worked that hard to stay the same, like you're doing all this for a reason. Remind yourself, this fight that you're in, this is what will make you stronger. Then there's J-O-N, there's J-O-H-N. J-O-N is short for Jonathan. J-O-H-N is John. There's just no, there's no, sh- there's no sh- shorter, I long version of John. I bet there's many Johns that are just J-O-N. Oh, I, I, there's no doubt, but it's just, but it's interesting though, that like when people like know you as John, they like want to call you Jonathan, but like, like name another name where people want to call you the longer version of their name. Well, there's Liam and William or Will and William. There's Jeff and Jeffrey. No, but like, you know, but like, but, Tim and but Timothy. Like, like maybe like Matthew. No, 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 no. Bring this back. I'm not saying that there's not names that that are longer versions. I'm saying when's the last time you knew someone as Tim and you're like, yo, Timothy, like all the time. Like it just doesn't happen. Oh uh, like because I just Matthew, called you Jonathan, is what you're saying. Matthew, like it just doesn't happen. It's like it's like if you know if, if you know the guy's Matt, you know him as Matt. If you know him as Matthew, it's just you call him Matthew. If you know guys, Jonathan, it's Jonathan. You know, guys, John, know, man. everyone still wants to call him Jonathan. It's I fucking weird. I, I just can't see the difference between like Jeff, Jeffrey, Matt, Matthew, John, Jonathan. No, no. But like, I, I know very few people that are called Jeff that I would call Jeffrey. I know Jeffrey's and I wouldn't call them Jeff. Sorry. Sorry. I, I, sorry. I know Jeffrey's that I'd call Jeff. Yeah. But I would, but I know uh, I, I would like, I like, I'm saying like, I, see I have what you're a saying. Guy named Jeff. I would never call him Jeffrey. Like it just, it would never, never happen. Yeah, I never, I, I see what you're saying. Right. But people just always are like, yo, Jonathan. It's like, it's, it's like, okay, man, like the fuck has that ever been mine? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. You're saying more people associate John and Jonathan as being more uh, interchangeable than other names. No, no. Here's exact. here's the exact statement I'm saying. John is one of the few names that I can think of where people demand to call you the longer version of it. Oh yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before, by the way, that must've been the world's arguably the world's worst podcast introduction, which is a debate oh, no, on John Jonathan. Uh, well, I think it's in there now. So oh, I mean, are we just, I yeah, mean okay. it's in there. Uh, Hey I'm guys, welcome back to another, know. well, it's going to be in there. I hope, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the weekly call. Uh, we're in our usual spots here. Amber is in a prison cell in Alcatraz. Uh, John is in yeah. BC and, uh, Austin is in Elmer, Quebec. Amber, how you doing? Doing good, man. Uh, a lot of cool, cool things to, I want to share with you guys. Um, Austin, I called you out of the blue the other day. You did. Because. I've never done this, but if you look up the definition of anxiety, I should put up on the screen here and read it for you guys. It's a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. 
That's so vague. No wonder everyone says they have anxiety. <laughs> yeah. So in, in, in interesting reaction. My reaction was actually, I'm like, holy smokes, this is too accurate. Because this is actually something I had to, uh, const- this is something I constantly, this feeling, I'm constantly trying to control and master. So I, I came up with a theory, which is, I really do think that the better you are at handling anxiety, the the bigger business you can run. Because if you're if you're if you're someone who experiences anxiety, yes. Yes. The bigger the business or the better the business? Uh, well, hopefully better. But like, uh, I, I also yeah. mean bigger because here, here's, here's, the, know if here's the if then statements. Okay. okay. If you want to grow a business, you need to be able to introduce some sort of chaos into it. Like a new employee, more customers than you know how the system can handle. And if you want to introduce chaos, you create a lot of uncertainty. And if you don't know how to handle that uncertainty, you'll avoid chaos in general. So you either end up growing slow or not growing at all. So for me personally, I kind of, I'm starting to see that there's like a game to this anxiety thing, which is the better equipped I am at handling that emotion. I think the bigger of a business I can run within a shorter period of time, given that I'm also being smart and and also applying everything i've ever learned in my life around business tactics but from a mindset perspective yeah what i think your thoughts yeah my, my thoughts are like i would i would run out some uh some case studies or some uh some examples of how that plays out on the individual level because that might be true at the population level or like if you look at a group of a hundred business owners or something right i think you could make the argument that the ones that are better at dealing with uncertainty are that therefore going to be more predictably successful in the size and and uh, and success of their business, right? But I think at the individual level, it'd be interesting to see how they get there. Because when you say people are better at, like your words, better at handling anxiety, what does that actually mean? Does that mean they just don't look at the, they, they, they see the trigger in their brain, they have a system of disregarding it? Or do they simply just work harder to get past it? Like, do they, do they let the anxiety fuel a sense of harder workmanship and like, oh my God, the anxiety. Cause this is how I think of myself and my business, honestly, is I view anxiety as a source of motivation to get like higher level, like high spurts of work done. When I start feeling anxious, I take action. So in a way, like my anxiety level can benefit me in a way. Can I ask you a question about that? Yeah. Cause this is the reason I called you specifically, which was remember like two years ago, we were talking about like me and yours as business. And at one point, there was kind of like a decision you made to get on the job site where I stayed completely off of it. And like the joke is like, oh, Weimer doesn't know how to paint, you know. How much did anxiety play a part into you wanting to put your own hands and feet within a job site? At the time, uh, I think that would be a pretty large, yeah, pretty large variable. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's what I was actually pointing at. It's like two things happen over time. You got better at handling that emotion by either reframing it or getting, and you also got better at running a business. Yes, 
And I think the interesting part of that is that the anxiety didn't necessarily just go away. It just repositioned itself in other areas of my business. Yeah. But I still think it, I don't know. I just don't, I don't know if I could argue that it is good or bad as long as it's not at the chronic level, if that makes sense. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I think so a if anxiety, of it can make if anxiety you like exists, a, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but that's the, but that's what I'm saying might have to be taken into your theory. Right. Cause you're saying that people are better at managing anxiety. What you, what you're saying is that they use anxiety to their advantage. Yeah. They reframe it. Right. Like they're in charge of it. They're, they're active towards it, not reactive. Right. Okay. And this what, is something I have to like get really good at because I was like, I think it was like, uh, I don't know, five days ago, I had a customer message me on Facebook who just joined the program like in within eight days ago. It was like, hey, Ammer. That's all he sent me. Two hours <laughs> of my day were gone. I mean, like, oh, fuck, dude, like something's wrong, you know? Like, Actually? Gonna, yeah, 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 totally. And, uh, Oh, what could this be? And I just didn't didn't really control it. And I couldn't focus. And I kept tabbing in and out. I would close the tab and I'm like, I gotta open it back up. And I gotta, and then I turned on the, the audio of yeah. it. And I had to make sure that my Wi-Fi was connected. I was waiting. I was like, oh, should I call him? Like, and then he sent me another message two hours later. It's like, oh, never mind. I was just having trouble logging in. And I was just like, okay, now I can get back onto my day. Well, yeah, separate more in your imagination than reality. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that was a crazy like that. I was like embarrassed after that. I was just like, I was sitting down with Christine and James. I'm like, dude. And Christine was like, well, maybe you don't know how to handle anxiety. I'm like, what do you mean? I think I can handle anxiety. Actually, what does anxiety even mean? And then we have like a Google home and I go, hey, Google, define anxiety. And just like nailed that. Just nailed it. Like, again, like that whole example I gave you. I experienced a feeling of worry, nervousness, and unease about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. And it completely controlled my life for two hours. So I thought that was like very exciting of a discovery for me because there's like a whole list of things like mindset wise that I want to start really tackling and get into the next level. Because as this business gets bigger and bigger, and I'm, I'm starting to experience success that I've never experienced in my life, these things come back. So like, you know, we're trying to always level up, but like the monsters at each level get scarier and scarier. So you need to keep like getting more and more XP to like defeat those monsters, you know? And uh, I think that's kind of cool um, of, a, of a discovery. I thought I'd, I'd share that with you guys. John, how do you think anxiety influences your business? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think, like you said, Austin, anything. I think that if the anxiety, if the anxiety is managed well, I mean, I think it benefits the business. I think you know, you know, one of my favorite books is only the paranoid survive by Andrew Grove. It's a book that I actually like out of the first five books that I gave to Brady that I'm like, yo, this is like non-negotiable reading, like start on this. That was actually the first book I had him read. Was. Yeah. That's interesting. Cause survive. how do you think that factors yeah. into the anxiety then? 
to well, kind of operate within it. Yeah, well, I mean, I because I, I mean, I just so you know, that title is a little bit misleading. Just like just so we're on the same page. Oh, about what the book consists of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you maybe elaborate sorry, on it then? Well, Amber, how is it misleading? Well, I remember I like I didn't read the book, but <laughs> the I don't think the, the idea of the book was because we talked about this. Multiple oh, times. yes. The right, idea of okay. the book wasn't that you need to be paranoid. That is like you need to be like intelligent. And you should be carefully optimistic. Well, sure. I mean, I think there's some words that have like a negative connotation to them. I mean, like, like you know, like, like, like when you think of the word paranoid, like, what do you think? Oh, I think like a guy like in a bunker holding an M60, you know, just waiting for the aliens to come. Okay, fair enough. Um, <laughs> but, okay. You know, it's interesting, though, because we... In sports, we allow for our top. Well, it says sorry. So yeah, sorry that didn't that didn't come up. Uh, yeah, just, Gabe's yeah. Gabe's got the <laughs> definition of paranoid. It's someone who's suffering from paranoia. But <laughs> great, <laughs> I, I, hate when the, I hate when the definition circular, circular definition. Yeah. Um. So yeah, characterized by suspicion as persecutory trends or megalomania, apparently. Fearful, fearful, yeah, right? Fear and fearful. There it is. Yeah. 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 So it's interesting though. So I, you know, in business, you know, I, I here's here's something that I I find interesting. So like in sports, we allow our sports, like our athlete, you know, our, the the top athletes in the world, we allow them to have, you know, their vices or their their flaws or their, you know, their their, 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 their extremeness, um, which is what allows them to get to a certain level of greatness. But in business we don't necessarily allow that the same way or like or there seems to be like, like when I say that only the paranoid survive for some reason, there's this resistance to towards the word paranoid. Well, Kobe Bryant in a lot of ways. I mean, what was he? Like when you, when you like, when you watch the Michael Jordan uh, last dance, I mean, I don't, I don't exactly look at Michael Jordan and say, Holy shit. Like what a well put together individual. Like I, I look at him and I, I see trauma or I see some sort of like some character traits that are maybe not positive in all respects, but for this very specific task, it's, it's highly productive. Right. And when we talk about trying to be the best business people, I truly do believe that only the paranoid survive. I don't think it's a misleading title. I, I you know, but now in saying that though, it's not the, the book is not the, the title is not, Hey, become paranoid so you can survive the book is just stating hey only the paranoid survive like if you look at all the all the businesses that, you know that have been around for over 100 years or so there's very few like i mean if you even if you look at the book that the the, the business so annie grove was the ceo of intel right i mean that, that business kind of peaked and it's you know potentially maybe on a, a bit of a decline now Right. So, I mean, at some point in time, someone stopped looking into the future. I mean, you could argue right now that they are looking into the future with what they're doing, but there is a certain level of that. Right. So, you know, my anxiety, I've actually come to terms with, and I feel like I have a really healthy relationship with my anxiety. Like, whereas in the past, I didn't have healthy relationships with my anxiety. You know, there's certain aspects that I would like to improve upon, but in general, I really do believe that it, it propels me forward because 
you know, there, there might be some criticism of, oh, maybe I'm too cautious or I'm too prudent or, you know, maybe like a doomsday kind of mentality, right? Um, but when we're talking about black swan events or, you know, just those great catastrophes that can come that can wipe out a business or expose the risks that people were taking, right? Because I feel like there's so many times where people are taking incredible risk but they're unaware of it until it gets exposed. <clears throat> and so I think anxiety in a lot of ways helps you find the areas that are weak. You're on. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, like very rarely, I mean, like I've never had, I've never had anxiety. I mean, I'm trying to think of something that I'm very uh, secure with. Um, I don't know. Like, for example, I have no anxiety of Trish and I breaking up. Mm. So we have a very solid, like, you know, it's just, it's just a very secure relationship, right? Like I have no anxiety around my car breaking down because it's extremely well-maintained, right? Like I have, a, you know, so whenever I, I find myself having some anxiety, it's usually like, it's, I, it, it's actually extremely helpful. It's like, yo, thanks for pointing that out to me, right? Now, every once in a while, I might have some anxiety around, you know, maybe you're getting a phone call from a client and you're like, Oh my God, like I wonder if they're mad. Right. Okay. But that's involuntary. Right. And then you just fucking pick up the phone and you say, what's up? <laughs> you know, like, so that's my, that's my views on anxiety. I think, I think in general, I think it's uh that was really good. I really appreciated yeah. that. So let me ask a specific question based off that there's a window sometimes between that involuntary feeling and then the actual result. So let's say, a, a, you know, a customer messages you. It's like, hey, John, we need to talk, but I'm only available in three hours. Now you have three hours of potential, like of like of I will experience in those three hours anxiety. How would you reframe that? How would you handle that? <clears throat> okay, well, <clears throat> I think the proper way and the logical way of handling that is that, okay, so the client says, hey, I want to, I want to talk about, I need to talk to you, but I'm free in three hours, right? So I would go to my calendar and I'd say, okay, mark down client wants to talk to me in three hours and I would move on with my day. And then, okay, that's assuming if you weren't anxious, because if I, if I was in that scenario, I would put, pull up that customer's profile, my chat log, see if anything went wrong, their progress their business, I'd see their activity in the Facebook group. And I kind of put together um, a kind of a little bit of a profile so I'm prepared for when the call comes, yeah, but no, I'll still okay, be anxious. Fair enough. No, fair enough. I mean, but I mean, but that's probably helpful that you do that to some degree. I mean, you can, you can associate that with a negative thing. I don't necessarily, what you just told me, I don't necessarily associate with like being a negative. No, but, but you missed the last part where what? I'm still anxious because I just want this over with. I'm like, antsy. well, Okay, but um, <clears throat> well, okay, but so, but, but I mean, I guess what you're saying kind of confuses me because, okay, fine, so you're anxious, but mm -hmm. like describe, like describe, like like you know, like like the same way like, when you say like you're hungry. It's like, have you ever been hungry? Like, have you ever been driving and been hungry? Yeah, it's like a constant worry. Like no, no, have you ever been driving and been hungry? 
yeah. but you can't eat right now. Yeah. Okay. And then you've driven to where you need to go and then you've eaten. Yeah. Yeah. So you can coexist with certain, you know, now, I mean, hunger is a bit of a different thing than anxiety in the sense that hunger, you know, I don't, I don't know. You can't really feed into hunger. Like hunger exists. I don't know if you can like add to it. I guess you could start thinking about things, but you know, when I think of anxiety, I, the first thing I try and focus on is, you know, what's the best decision for me to make here? Like, so like, 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 let's say there's some sort of, you know, in this case, basically you're talking about some generic example of you can't act upon yes. something yes. or there's, or there's not, there's not clearly any kind of action to be taken. And there's an uncertain outcome. Yes. Well, that's everything else in your life too. I mean, basically all you're talking about is that your attention has been brought to one very specific aspect of your life. And, and, and like, there's so many things Amber, right now that are uncertain that you can't act on right now. So those in of themselves are clearly not bad things or else you would always be anxious. Right. Like there's many people in the world that don't sit around suffering just because they have un, 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 uncertain outcomes and they can't act upon them, right? So it's like, okay, well then you have to think, okay, well, how do I improve my response to that? It's okay, well, if I can't, if I actually truly have nothing to act upon and and, I, and it's an uncertain outcome, what do I have to fear? Like the, the your contribution to that event is the same as, as if you did know the outcome and you did have action. So, Amr, <clears throat> I think this actually ties in because I'll, I'll quickly say that I have the same uh, thought process as you in that scenario where the well, everyone says, does. okay, so um, the, it relates back to, uh, remember like a while ago, we played that clip of uh, when Dan Bilzerian was on uh, Joe Rogan and he talks about uh, oh, yeah. the story yeah, of that yeah. farmer. Yeah, the Chinese farmer. It's the same thing, right? Where it's like, hey, your client calls yeah, you and says, good. like he calls you and he goes, hey, Amber, we need to talk. <clears throat> um, I, I'm not liking the program and I need to cancel. I want my money back. And uh, someone, and so let, let, like, let's say that's the outcome that you're most fearful of, right? Like that's why you'd be anxious because of that outcome. Uh, and that like I suck. Okay, yeah, so I let's say that mean, let's factor you know, in it's like oh, dude, right, oh, fuck, right, my program right. sucks. Adding meaning, so then, yeah, okay. So then, so then they go, yeah, <clears throat> and and Amr to boot. Not only do I want my money back, and your program sucks, you also suck. Okay, as an individual, and I don't find you attractive. <laughs> well, not... Okay, no, let's not make it. You know, no, Amr's got uh, Amr's an attractive male. Yeah, it's like you know, um, Amr. It's like I don't like your friend Austin's glasses either. You know. <laughs> Yeah, but now I got rapport with the client. I can, you know. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, yo, same here. And then he's like, wait, you also don't like Austin's classes? You know what? Let's go into your program. You're like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Twist turn. He's like, wait, you have a friend with blue light glasses? Never mind. I want to work with you still. There's a video in the program where I just roast Austin. You're going to love it. Just go here. (laughs) So so imagine that client actually is your worst outcome that that you're anxious about. Man, think about your what you're assuming that means, right? Because I think the anxiety gets dismissed when you look at oh, the worst possible yeah. outcome and you go, "Well, what does that actually mean?" Right? And the and the and the um, yeah. for those that don't know what I'm referring to about the Dan Bilzerian video, it goes essentially something like, um, "There's this farmer that owns this horse, 
and this horse comes, uh, you know, this, his horse is really valuable and provides a lot of use for his farm. And then his horse breaks his leg and people come to his farm and they go, Oh man, really sorry to hear about your horse. That sucks. And he goes, yeah, we'll see, you know? And then, then the next thing happens to him is that, um, because he doesn't have a horse that's working or something, I don't fucking know where the story's going, dude. I, don't, I, can, I, can, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it, no, can no, do it no, so no, quick. You can do it? Okay. Yeah, 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 because, do it so because quick. he didn't have the horse, he couldn't get conscripted into the army. And yeah, then, that's yes. the and then and, yeah. Well, no, and then, and then it's like, yo, it's like, and it's like, oh, well, it's like, you couldn't get into the army. Like, that's so great. It's like, maybe. And it's like, because he was the only male in town. Yeah, and it, it goes on. Right? And it's like, what? but he kept saying, I don't know, we'll see, right? Because he was very unattached to the outcome, even though it meant good or bad. It was like, who cares? Well, right? but see, but this is but the preferred indifference, though, right? Yeah, it's preferred indifference. So, Emmer, um, your client cancels. So what? Maybe that client canceling at that moment teaches you something about a gaping hole in your course that you're currently completely blind to, and the only way you would have ever seen how you can improve your course twofold in the next year is by this guy canceling on you, or you have ten clients cancel at the same time. It's the same thing, right? Brady Brady uh, was telling me a story of how during the summer he had I think it was six clients all canceled ten thousand dollar jobs in the same week. That's fucked. That's what I said. I, he lost I went sixty thousand dollars yeah. in sales in one week, all ten thousand dollar jobs. It's like I was like, how does that even happen? Like, you know? Yeah, yeah like I, I I went through this. Uh, I go through this all the time, man. Like people we do sales with sometimes cancel, and I have an option to be like do I get fucked up by this or do I go, man, maybe this saved me a bunch of money, right? Maybe this was going to be a nightmare project. Maybe this was not, maybe this person's roof was going to be defective. Like, I don't fucking know. Right. Like there's well, no point. Also, there's just no only, point. I can, I can learn yeah, from exactly. maybe why I like, maybe I did something leading up to that sale that resulted in them canceling. So it's really worth in me looking into what I did and didn't do and learning from that. Yeah. But the actual event itself means nothing. Like if I give it meaning, then I have, like, I'm not giving myself a choice, but to have my brain feel anxiety. Right. Well, I mean, it will have some meaning. It's not like it has no meaning. I mean, like it, it like, 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 for example, like if, if you had a job canceled the morning of, it means that you don't have a job that morning. I mean that, you know, right. Like that's okay. A, no, no. You're yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like there is. So it's like, cause like, I feel like one thing that, uh, that, That'd be like, so savage I, as a client to cancel the morning of. <laughs> it happens all the time in pure air. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah, because in pure air, like you show up to people's houses, like for a service call. Right. And the amount of times that like, we're like in their driveway and like, and, you know, the technicians like, Hey, like, uh, you know, cause like, they get confirmation text, that, you know, they maybe call and like left a voicemail saying, Hey, I'm heading over there in 15 minutes. They get there and the client's like, Oh, I totally forgot. Like that happens. Right. Nice. Or like, <clears throat> like, I'll give you an example. Like, um, I, uh, I mean, this now we're kind of getting on a sidetrack, but actually here, Amber, like, you know, here's, here's a similar example. Okay. So it's, it's on the same lines. It's, it's, it's kind of, it's not anxiety, but it's just like a, it's, it's, it's handling uh cause really we're talking about, when you talk about anxiety, we're talking about just talk, like involuntary responses. Right. So I, uh, so Brady had set up a quote before he left to Mexico uh, for Friday of this week. Okay. Um, and I would, you know, for I was you to do. do okay, cool. Yeah. For me to do. Yeah. And um, the eight point. Yeah, I did eight point. Said it was a good eight point. Um, I read the notes on the call, and uh, the guy said that he had one other quote from a contractor, 
and that uh, from his contractor and that he was looking to book in this fall for next spring. Like he was wanting to make a decision now for the next spring. Um, and he said he could make a uh, decision at the time of the estimate for the 10% off uh, if the price was good. And he also understood that we were probably going to be higher than his contractor because we're a full service painting company and not like a, you know, like a, a company that's just like a jack of all trades, like does random stuff. Right. And so I was like, okay, this the gotcha looks like a pretty solid quote. So I call the guy the, the morning of and leave a voicemail. Uh, we sent him a pre-estimate email, call him the morning of and, you know, say, hey, you know, Derek, I'm on my way over this afternoon. I'll see you at three o'clock. I show up at, you know, three o'clock and it's like the roads are like totally treacherous and it's like shitty weather out. And it's like fucking there's snow everywhere. And it's like, it's, it's like, it's not, like, it's not the most ideal time to be doing exterior quotes, but you know, it's like, Hey, you know what? I'm trying to book work. And I knock on the guy's door and it's like kind of a bit of a shit show. Like to get up to his door, like he's kind of like blocked by a bunch of like furniture and stuff like that. And then get to the door and basically long story short, like he just totally forgot about the quote. He's like, Oh, John, like, no way I'm on a zoom call right now. I'm like, and he's like, can you just do the walk around and like, you know, just come back to the door after I'm like, yeah, for sure, man. Like, you know, here's what, you know, what are you looking for? You know, confirm the stuff. I'm like, you know, whatever, I'll go do my own walkthrough, which I usually don't make the client do a walkthrough in the snow anyway. So it's, it's fine. Like usually just kind of have them pull out. So I do the walkthrough price out kind of like took a little bit longer than I normally do just to kind of like give him some time and make sure that the zoom call would end knock on the door. He comes outside. Hey man, you know, I really appreciate your time. I know that you, you know, uh, you said if I can make a decision today for the 10% off, I'm not going to make a decision. I have a zoom call right now. Probably wasn't going to jump at that anyways. And then, uh, but he's like, you know, if you can just email me the quote, it'd be fantastic. And I was like, like my, my initial reaction was like, fuck Brady, fuck this guy. <laughs> like my involuntary response was like, dude, the fucking, like, I'm like, this is fucking bullshit, right? Like fucking Brady's wasting my time out here, like setting up shitty estimates. This guy's a fucking piece of shit. Like, you know, like I was just like my involuntary, like but now within a split second, I had to instantly turn into how can I salvage this situation the best I possibly can? Because if I actually just said to this guy, fuck you, man, like, he'd be like, what? Like, like yeah, so. <laughs> Imagine it just takes a turn for the worse. Like, so like within literally one second, probably half a second, I had to be like, what's your email? You know, like, and be like, Hey, like just started crossing. Like, do you have your other quote? Like when would you be able to make a decision? He's like, I don't have the quote. I don't know when I'll be able to make a decision. And I was like, do we have a serious shot at getting this project? He's like, yeah, otherwise you wouldn't be here. I'm like, sounds good. I'm like, I'll give you a physical copy. I'm like, you call me if you're interested in the project. I walk away. I'm like, you know what? Probably not my clientele anyways. You know what I mean? Like just based on like, like my experience with guys that just have that little like, you mm -hmm. know, um, respect for your time and, yeah. and just, you know, I, it, and, and, and just, if you met, if you saw the guy too, like there's just the whole general vibe of the situation. I was like, this isn't going to work. Right. Yeah. But I've been in similar being, situations though, from the way you're describing this. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, guys are just like, Oh just dude, the out. worst kind. Yeah. yeah. But either way, so I could already just tell. Right. And so, um, point being though, is that like, rather than like, then like driving home and the whole time, this is fucking bullshit. Right. It's just like, that's just statistically like, that's just going to happen. Like those guys exist. And sometimes you're going to have quotes where you show up and do them. Now, the downside, it would have been like, you know, it would have been more ideal if Brady was the one that went there because then he could have then matched that call to that individual and realized that, hey, like maybe there's more questions you should have asked because maybe he was in a hurry because he wasn't going to do the quote. Maybe, it, you know, wasn't as solid as he thought. So, you know, eventually I want to talk to Brady about that. But point being, though, there was an involuntary response multiple times throughout that where it's like I like it's like it was bubbling up or it's like I wanted to get mad about how this is like, you know, like this guy wasted my time, like how disrespectful or, you know, like just and all these, you know how dare he, you know, like all these things come up and then you just let it fizzle out. Like it doesn't actually just, it doesn't, it's not like it sits around. If you like sit there and feed into it, then it exists. 
but it's like those emotions don't just stick. Like they require energy, they require fuel, they require attention. And if you don't give it any attention, it is just involuntary. The voluntary part is what do you make of the situation? What's your response? Yeah, you know what's interesting? And of course, it's like decision delayed. making too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what's interesting just thinking about that? What feeds anxiety is just thinking about it. That's all you got to do. Just think about it and it feeds it. So you got to not think about it. But sometimes not thinking about it is also thinking about it. Like don't think about well, no, blue I, elephants. I disagree with the no, no, no. You keep trying to avoid things. Do you notice that? What do you mean? Well, a lot, Amr, it seems like a lot of the ways that you handle your emotions is you try and act as if they don't exist or you, or you try and ignore them or like suppress them. Can you give me an example? No, Amr, well, what you just said yeah. about how, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm looking too far into the exact word, or looking too far into the words, that, the exact words you used, but you said something along the lines of um, the only way that anxiety exists is if you think about it, so that you have to just not think about it. Mm-hmm. That's actually not what I'm saying. Oh. John, are you saying that you you acknowledge that it exists and you think your way through it? Like, okay, like Austin. Um, Miranda's not going to like this example, but I'm sure that she knows it exists. You've probably seen women. <clears throat> out and about that you find attractive of course and you have an and i'm sure that miranda has seen men that she finds attractive too but anyway so you see females get attractive involuntarily you're like yo you have a you have a sense of feeling towards this this woman like wow she's beautiful she's hot or whatever right yeah and then you act like a fucking reasonable man and you stop looking because you're engaged you're like Okay, fantastic. She's hot. I'm gonna fucking move on with my day, right? <laughs> fantastic. It's not a matter of it's not yeah, a matter of like I, I not agree. You know, you know I what agree. I mean? It's it's, yeah, it's yeah, and, yeah. And, like in the way of the superior man talks about this. It's a it's you're not trying to suppress. You're just trying to be disciplined. It's like right. I'm not trying to like suppress the fact that it pissed me off that this guy fucking wasted my time. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah it's yeah. kind of bullshit to be honest. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like it, it is kind of annoying that this guy like was that disrespectful. Like, I, you know, I do, I do think that it's kind of like a piece of shit move, but at the same time though, I'm disciplined enough to be like, I'm going to be a professional. I'm going to be like courteous and be like, Hey man, no problem. It happens. Here's your quote. Give me a call. If you like that we had with it, have a good day. I get in my car. I put on a podcast. So I'm not trying to suppress it. I'm just disciplined to be like, I'm not going to try and like, 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 uh, I'm not going to indulge in this, in this negative emotion. And that's where the discipline comes. I actually think there's a good quote here. I think I can pull up really quick from that book. I think I actually read it off on the podcast last time, but it's worth worth going over one more time. In a lot of ways too, it's like thinking about like, what's the, what's the, so like, okay, what virtue, if you, if you were to engage in the involuntary, it's like, what's the vice that you're in? Like, what's the device you're engaging in? And then if you were to like respond appropriately, what virtue would you respond with, mm. right? Yeah. Because I used to really, really, really struggle with that aspect of it. Okay, here it is. Suppression 
is when you resist and fight against your desires. You could also say against your emotions too. Okay. So suppression is when you resist and fight against your desires or emotions, keeping them as buried and unexpressed as possible. Self-discipline is when your highest desires rule your lesser desires, not through resistance, but through loving action, granted understanding and compassion. So I think similar to what we're talking about here, it's like, Rather than indulging and uh, it's like, there's a part of me that dude, Amr, like I, I strongly want to just be like, fuck you, man. You're a piece of shit. You wasted my time. Like, you know, how good. That would probably feel like in the short run. It probably feel fantastic. Yeah. Like, like it would really, you know, cause it, that'd be a way of expressing or responding to this event. Right. But the disciplined approach would be to act like a professional because there's a higher desire there that I'm taking advantage of. There's a desire to, to indulge or, or get revenge or retribution or to make this guy like wrong or to like, you know, like just to get him in spite. But there's a higher desire of myself, which is to be professional, respectful, disciplined, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what higher desire is then serving your client? Serving my employees. Yeah, but I mean, in that, in that context, I mean, obviously, there'd be damage done to the brand if I told the guy to fuck off, right? I mean, yeah. So, Amber, what are you what are you seeing? I I well, I'm seeing that you should not suppress, but acknowledge. Yeah, don't suppress your anxiety. Yeah, don't suppress it. Yeah, but it's it's like when it comes to this, it's like I'm putting so much effort into growing this business, building a brand, getting amazing results to clients. And so when something happens that goes against it, it's like I struggle to find no, but how do the you know higher. It's against it? But yeah, and, and how do you know uh, it's against it? And have you set fair expectations with yourself about what that's going to look like day to day? Like, do you realize how naive it would be for someone to go build a multi-million dollar business and expect that some of their, some of the way there is going to be what they thought it, it, what they were hoping it wasn't going to be? Well, or in other words, when's the last time you've ever done anything and it went as planned? <laughs> or, or, or as expected. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, like, literally, I can't even think of anything. Like, I mean, yeah. even like... No, like, like even as something as simple as I bought a mattress and like, it's like, like aerating and I'm like, huh, that didn't like that. That didn't like, I didn't think it was going to like take that long. I sat down to do my, I sat down to do the podcast today and all three of the fire alarms in my place decided to be out of battery at that time, which was amazing. Right. That that fucking sucked. Yeah. I walk into a, uh, I walked into a doctor's office yesterday, like to just do like a quick, uh, uh, overview of a job with one of my painters. Alarm goes off. Call the client. The client can't get a hold of them. I'm like, huh, cool. Because we'll just wait till the cops show up. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> that's so you know, funny. It's like, yeah. Again, it's you know, it's just it's like uh, uh, it, you know, it's it, you know, the obstacle is the way. It's just like it's just the that's just the new path you're on. Like you now, you're just in the world where you just you know, um, the way I look at. It's sorry, John. I interrupted you there. I just had a thought that jumped in my head. No, it's all good. The way I looked at the way I look at anxiety in the moment, in the feeling, 
is kind of the same way I look at a headache. Like if I had a headache, like on oh, Saturday, yeah, good, yeah. Yeah. on Saturday, I had a fucking, you know, like those headaches that like, they feel like they're in like the center of your brain, but they, they, in a way they feel like they're kind of behind your eyes. I have one of those right now. Yeah. It's like, it, it makes you question like human biology and how it evolved to have that be a pain. Like it's I so fucking painful right now. So pu- fucking painful. Okay, well, mine's so, not that painful. So, well, well I guess, there. I guess mine was of a high, I, it just was throbbing. It was like one of those headaches where you're sitting there in like an artificially lit room and that even bothers you. And you're like, and it's just like, sucks. I'm in the middle of trying to close a very large roof and I'm not going to give up because I have a headache. It's the same way I'm not going to give up because I feel anxious. Like it's just a thing I have to like acknowledge and deal with and then try to try to monitor, right? Like it's just something that I I'm trying to put up with in the situation. If I have a day that I'm anxious, it's kind of like just having a headache. Like Amber, if you had a headache and your client texted you like, "Hey man, just wanted to thank you for all the amazing work you've done. You've really helped my business." But you had a headache when you received that text, you wouldn't look at that text any differently, right? It's the same thing. You're having a great day with your business. Some client texts you, hey, man, we need to talk, period. We can only talk at three. That's in three hours from now. Um, you have that feeling that's anxiety provoking. I think that's kind of just like your headache. If you position it that way, at least mentally. Well, Amory, I mean, look, think about this. I mean, um, and I, by no means do I even want to get into any of the specifics here. But uh, look at the situation. Well, it's, it's, I mean, I'll, I'll explain. <laughs> no, I mean, okay. But uh, look at the situation uh, with Matt Lang. That's a, like, that's unexpected. Yeah. That's not as expected. No, but, no, but Matt's now trying to come back and claim a bunch of wages uh, against Tristan and I. Oh, really? And like I said, by no means do I want to get into any specifics. Right. I mean, that's all I, that's all I can say. And I'm allowed to speak about it. Like as far as that, but, 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 I mean, there's such an, there's such a massive uncertain outcome there, right. As far as like what that could, what could that could possibly mean? Right. And it, it could be a massive source of anxiety. Like if I, if I really wanted, like if I really wanted to indulge in like the, like my emotions behind that, but I can also look at the situation and be like, well, what's the proper response here? Like what's the most productive thing I could do? And then it's like, okay, well, there's nothing I can do. So it's like, okay, well, I guess we'll just like, we'll wait until there's a moment where I can actually take proper action. But that could be a massive source of anxiety. Trish and I both talked about it. We're like, nah, fucking not worth it. It's just like, like there's no way that you're going to be in business and do this many millions of dollars of revenue and not eventually have some sort of like bullshit lawsuit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's, it's, it's impossible. I mean, like, and then him and I were talking about this with like Walmart. It's like, dude, <clears throat> I bet Walmart has a, a tower full of lawyers working for it. <clears throat> like full-time on salary year round. Like I bet, I bet there's one person slipping right this minute in a Walmart and they're going to sue Walmart. Like Walmart probably has lawyers that only handle slip, slip and falls. <laughs> Walmart has, uh, I think 2 million employees across their country, across their brand. If you think about that, it's like they're probably hiring and firing someone like every hour or more. Like, so it's like, like if you're going to, if you want to play the game and you, and you, and you, and you don't want to play the, like the price to pay, or if you don't want to like, just have like, like the, the, I just uh, pulled it up. Walmart gets sued 20 times a day. 
There you go. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, <laughs> like, so it's like you think about that. Five thousand like times a year, dude. Yeah, I know. But you think about it though. It's like it's that's like fucked. As a percentage of revenue, I bet it's like I don't think I probably get sued any more than you know it's my first time ever really ever getting like you know in a legal situation. But like, like you know, it's like uh, uh, I mean, actually, Seneca actually has an article or not an article, an article. <laughs> he has a letter that he wrote to one of his uh, Lucilius about about like frivolous lawsuits. Right. So, you know. Yeah, yeah, that was really helpful. Yeah. Reset expectations, man. Shit. Also, if I can just add one thing as someone who experiences anxiety on a decent, like the way that Amber described his anxiety, what, that, that feeling is something very similar to what I feel. If I were to get that text, I would feel the exact same way. And I would, it would be easy for me to spiral for three hours about what the heck is going on. Um, what I find helpful for myself in those circumstances is I actually create these like different i have different characters like within myself and so like one of them is like mm. the inner child gabe and like that's the one who's experiencing the anxiety is like mm. the young version of me who's scared and alone and he mm. is the one who's like really experiencing this anxiety because because he's doesn't have an adult with him right? <laughs> he doesn't feel like he has an adult with him and he feels alone he feels abandoned in some way and so then I, but then I channel into my like higher self, like the highest version of Gabe, who doesn't actually really like I, my physical self is not, is not that, but just like, I can imagine what like the highest version of me is. And that highest version looks at the inner child version and says, Hey man, I know what you're feeling. Like I get it. And just like, is just sits with that inner child for a little bit. And it's like, okay, like you're not alone. It's all good. We're going to get through this because we've gotten through a bunch of other stuff like this in the past. Right. And we know what we have to do and I'm going to lead the way. And like the adult version of you comes forward and is like, okay, I know I, I'm going to handle this in a way that I'm going to handle this and we'll get through it because I've gotten through worse things than this in the past, most likely, you know? So that's, I just find that that helps me out sometimes. This too shall pass yeah well it's it's not it's not it's not even that it, it that it shall pass it's that okay the only person that can harm you is you like they can take your cars away they can take your house away they can take your business away they can take everything they can't take your like only you can relinquish your mind I think the part of me that like the, the reason I say inner child is because there are like, you can get wounded as a child, right? Cause you have a lot less autonomy and stuff like that. And that's why I represent the part of me that feels the anxiety as a child, because it's like that part of me that like may have interpreted things and like, you just, you're not fully developed and stuff yet. So like ch children are a lot more vulnerable. And so when it feels like that, and then you come in as the adult that doesn't like you, you come in as the adults, like you're, it's like, it's like a way to soothe yourself in a way um, that I find is works really well. And I did that with my energy healer. Like she really helped me to sort of uh, work through some of that stuff. And I find it to be very, very helpful. And with, with Austin, like it was sort of taking a, mm. you put on different hats. It's like, Oh, I'm Gabriel roofing when I go do a roofing quote. Right. Um, and Gabriel roofing yeah, is not okay. Gabriel milling, you know, Gabriel milling is yeah, a different no, the masks. I can yeah, see that. Masks. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, Somebody yeah, did like theater the my, my whole life, yeah. you know? It's easy yeah, I like for me to put on characters. The thing that, the, the thing like that, you know, I, and I, I haven't heard the child analogy before, so I haven't really, you know, fully thought through the, the ramifications of that, but there is a part of me that doesn't like 
the and maybe it's not meant that way so but there does there, there does seem to be a, a a contempt towards the anxiety that i i, I don't necessarily think mm-hmm. is accurate yeah i agree yeah oh that's not yeah i guess if that came across it wasn't so much that it was just that like it's it's more along the lines of like the the child is more helpless to the anxiety than like you as an oh, adult. Oh, I are. see. So not, that's not that it's childish to feel the anxiety, yeah. but the child. Yeah, exactly. You. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, that's a, that's, that, that's a good distinction to make. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's helpful. That's helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they, cause they, and that's why I brought up the paranoid is to survive or is, uh, only the paranoid survives because I'm not convinced that, that these emotions that we try and, you know, cause they, when people hear stoicism, sometimes they also, you know, they think of like not feeling emotions when it's, it's actually not at all what stoicism is. Right. It's, actually feeling the emotions acknowledging their existence it's, it's it's responding to them appropriately right yeah. like anger can be highly productive right i mean like one of the most one of the more successful campaigns for cancer has been fuck cancer yeah. right yeah you know like the little fuck cancer stickers yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so um yeah i'm going to new zealand this week that's pretty exciting, dude. Saturday? Wednesday. Oh, damn, dude. How dude, you, be- you better get ready for that flight, dog. That flight is going to be a son of a bitch, but it's going to be worth uh, it. I bet New Zealand. I'm super, I'm, I'm super stoked about the flight. I love fly- flying like long distances. In a way, it's kind of peaceful because you can't get like usually you can't correspond with anyone. No one can reach you. It's kind of peaceful yeah. in that way. No, it's yeah. super peaceful. I um I plan on just printing off all the annual reports that I have not had a chance to read. And I'm just gonna fucking be that dude who just has like a you know, like a binder full of annual reports. I'm just gonna read through them. So I'm super stoked. Yeah, just hilarious. so you know, Kindles can read PDF. I'm just not um yeah, but there's um so there's something nice about having a pen and being able to mark things up and like write in the margins and like, like put question marks in certain places, like just, and have that like full autonomy to just, Mm. you know, like, uh, I get it to customize autonomy to customize. Yeah. I'm trying to see if there's one that's nearby, but, but not even customized, but yeah, just, yeah, just be able to just write anywhere you want on a piece of paper. There, there's something that's satisfying about that. It's, it's actually not about just consuming the information, but it's also just like highlighting, not like, not literally highlighting, but just like interacting, like interacting with it. Yeah. in just a much more easy way. Yeah. And then even just like, I mean, again, like obviously there's, there's different ways you could probably do this, but like, even like for me, it's like the, the color of the paperclip acknowledges where I'm at in that process with that, with that company. Right. And so. But there's just like a little things that I'm just, I have like a little system for. Oh, yeah. I see. I see. Yeah. What are you going to do in New Zealand? Um, you know, probably go look at different, you know, features that the earth has like water, land, sea, have lots of sex, eat, eat food. Are you guys doing any like excursions while you're there? <laughs> uh yeah i think i think there's a few that we have planned i'm not a big fan of excur like excursions like i um so i mean i guess the, the short answer is nothing that comes to mind but i'm sure that trisha has some plan like trisha okay. tends to like 
because Trish always like Trish is always like, yo, like let's plan this excursion. I'm like, ah, I don't know, man. Like I, I you know, like I, it doesn't really do it for me. But then when we get there, she already has like it all like mapped out and like planned so that when I get there, she can be like, yo, let's do this. I'm like, okay, yeah, we can do that. Let's do that. Right. So we have like all these different Airbnbs booked out. Like Trisha like loves planning trips. So she has cool. it all mapped out and we already like a car rented. And so it's like I fly in, get the car, go to the different Airbnbs. She's already there, isn't she? Yeah, Trisha's already there. Yep. What's she doing there now? Yeah. Uh, her best friend, uh, lives in New Zealand. So she's there for two weeks, spending some time with her. Um, her friend has been in New Zealand for like a few years now because of COVID. It was like pretty hardcore. She couldn't see her for a long time. So it's kind of yeah. nice for her to go out there beforehand. I also so has Trisha ever been there to time. see her? Uh, no, this, this is, this is Trisha's first time and my first time in New Zealand. Oh, actually, wow. this is kind of cool. The reason why I'm actually fairly, you know, like have, you know, positive feelings towards the trip is that it's. So I've, I've been to Mexico, you know, dozens of times. I've, you know, been to the States, things like that. I've gone to Peru with Trisha and her family. This is the first time that I'm doing what I would consider like a major trip, not necessarily a vacation per se, but a trip. Um, and it's just, it's, it's, it's all my money. You know, it's, it's, it's Trisha, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, it's like, it's, Yeah. It's not, it's not like a company event or like a family it's just a thing. trip that it's just, you're funding for both of I'm, you. Yeah, I'm getting on a fucking plane and I'm flying to New Zealand. It's kind of cool. So I, I like that part yeah. of it. Like it, yeah, there's there's kind of like a, it's pretty interesting that you can do that, right? Like It is. Yeah. Yeah. That is pretty cool, I guess. Yeah, yeah it saying. is cool. Um, I'm also excited too, because it also kind of like marks actually a pretty uh, cool milestone in my business too, where I actually just have zero, like, like there's just no, like there's no emotion towards my business and me leaving. Like there's just nothing there because it just does not matter that I'm actually here present in Kelowna. Huh. Like it's just an irrelevant, it's it's just an irrelevant piece of my business at this point. Right. Yeah. Like there's some key convenience factors to being in Kelowna, but otherwise it doesn't actually change anything. Like Brady will be doing estimates while I'm gone. Jocelyn will be running the business like she always does. And I don't, it's not like a, you know, so it's, it's kind of cool to have like that freedom. Right. Right. Yeah. Well deserved. Not that I don't plan on, not that I don't plan on working when I'm in New Zealand. I mean, I like working, but um, it's just, it's just a cool milestone where there's like this trip wouldn't be possible any of the previous years, really. No, yeah. not possible without like actually like having like a, a negative effect on my business whereas it, yeah, it, yeah. It, like i said it's irrelevant like like the, the last thing i'm thinking about is how important i am <laughs> to my yeah. business <laughs> yeah which is kind of a cool feeling yeah well deserved that's the fishing trip can you take a seven-day fishing trip and still make money from your contracting business yeah exactly so um well the goal is to make money while i'm gone i mean we'll see if uh we burn any houses down or anything like that. Oh no! Mm-hmm. Yeah, knock on that wood. Well, That's because exciting. Brady and Jocelyn actually, this last week was really interesting for me because Brady and Jocelyn and Trisha were all gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is interesting. So all the people that like I really rely on, like as crutches in my life, like were all gone. So it was just it was just me and the team. It's cool. I actually like I I I I probably saw my painters' faces more this week than I saw for the previous like nine months. Yeah. So that was kind of cool, actually. That is cool. 
yeah, I got on a job site, got some paint on me. There we go. Yeah. Nice. Um, yo, fun, fun thing I wanted to bring up to you guys was, uh, I did an estimate this morning for, uh, a guy who works at the, the Royal Canadian mint and he, uh, his job particularly is to, uh, melt gold and turn it into gold bars. (laughs) Bullion. Yeah. What, What did you call it? Bullion. Bullion. Yeah. Yeah, he said it, and I didn't want to say what because I, I didn't want to sound like an idiot because it because uh, I said what already, and then he repeated it, and I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> I still had no idea. Bullion is that what you're saying? Yeah, like you never heard that term. Current. There's so in general, how do you spell that? I'm fucking dude, I dropped out of B U L L L I O N E I E N. No, no, it's by it's I O N. It's bouillon. It's like a French word. Bullion. But uh, so there's currency, which currency has. So here's the here's the big difference, uh, uh, Austin, between currency and bullion. So currency is issued by a government and has a dollar amount in that in in that mm. country. So like for example, you could have a gold coin that's worth fifty bucks Canadian. Right. Right. Bullion is not necessarily issued by a government, and it has no denomination on it. Mm. So it's not a currency. uh, that's issued by a government yeah and that's why people prefer uh uh, bullion yeah um so this guy works there and he's been working there for about i think he said 10 years and uh he was a framer beforehand like he just worked in the trades and then he got connected to a person that worked at the canadian the royal canadian mint and started working as a bullion interesting and um he told me like i just was really curious about this because he was showing me photos of like him melting gold and like the oven they use. And he showed me a photo of 12 gold bars. He's like, how much do you think this is worth? It's worth uh, 260,000. No, they were pretty massive bars. So I should have said, Oh, sorry. 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 Yeah, sorry big, the 60 bars pound bars. They, yeah. Was, so that's, uh, see that would be, uh, well, it'd be, um, well, they're 400,000 us. So what would that be? Eight, no, I think, I think, 10, you got, I think so you're 16 off. million, 22 million. Okay. Okay. He said 22 million, but anyway, um, Canadian. Yeah. Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, not far off. Um, anyway, he was telling me all the, cause I asked him like, what kind of clearance do you have to get to go through this? Cause like he was showing me how meant how much gold he touches a day. Cause he, his group of bullions process, uh, he said 150 to $160 million a day in gold uh in terms of how much, that much like how, it can, how it much they produce. About how much yeah oh i, I understand how much yeah so he said that this blew my mind obviously you have to have a background check done no shit right because you're handling all of these raw really valuable raw resources raw materials so every four years you have to have a background check to make sure you haven't been like prosecuted for some shady shit you know but in addition to that, every four years, they do an extensive credit check and financial background check on you. And if you if you if your financial standing is declining for two periods of four, uh, like a like eight year period in a row, oh, like they check a risk. Four, and then it declines again. You get fired for that. Yeah. They just fire you for being in poor financial standing. That's probable cause. Dude, that's nuts. You, it, no, I know. It, it makes perfect sense, right? Like. 
you're going to be a risk because you're going to start thinking about handling this fucking really valuable resource differently. Do they like strip them down and like check their asshole every day? Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I know. But like, they just, they just fire people if they don't, if they aren't in good financial standing. I'm sure that everyone that works at the mint is probably pretty frugal. (laughs) Yeah. But I just found that fascinating. Like name one other job where that would be the case, right? Like, uh, I would say most, I would say a lot of probably banks. Uh, yeah, yeah I like guess. I, would say, I guess, yeah. but like maybe like a financial like, advising firm. What if you had a financial a, like? What, at what level? Like a teller? No, no. But a teller handles like, so much. If you're a financial advisor and you and you like were getting poorer and poorer, I bet over time you would probably get fired. A teller, yeah, but a teller hires handles so much cash. You don't think a teller requires the background check? Nope. But they could just you know slip a few hundos in their pocket. No, I doubt it. No, I was like, just speaking from experience, it's, it's like nearly impossible to do that. There's checks and balances and, and there's a manager with you. It would just get, it would get caught so easily. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'd move like 400 K a day. Have you ever seen that ever try to be attempted Amber when you were a teller? No, because it's impossible. Like it's no, just it, it's it, Austin. Like I don't think you realize how many cameras and everything. <laughs> yeah, no, I just feel like it's ridiculous. Like I just feel like it would happen more than we think. <laughs> I really don't think so. No, because really if you slip a hundred, but it wasn't processed through the system, and where did it go? Like money that like it's everything's there's checks and balances and everything there's a ledger for every dollar. You 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 have a start of day balance, yeah, end of day balance. I understand like the opening ending, but like. I just I just find it hard to believe that like people wouldn't try to fuck around more like and and risk it all, you know? <clears throat> Probably not. I mean for 100 bucks, like what? <laughs> no, obviously not 100 bucks, but yeah, nah, you're not going to make off as much money. Maybe I've watched too many uh Ben Affleck uh heist movies, you know, I don't know. Like the Town Town's a good movie. That is a good movie, yeah. Good Boston yeah. Boston crime. Uh yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just found that really fascinating. I don't know if you guys find it fascinating at all that he can get fired for being in poor financial standing. I do. Because it is a, that's ironic as hell, right? Like you're suck. <laughs> you're not earning enough. Like you're not good enough with your finances. We're cutting off your income. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting that they're allowed to do that. Like you know, only a government job could do that. Like that'd be so. Oh, I know. Private yeah. sector. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it'd be like if a roofer didn't show up to work because their, you know, their truck wasn't starting, and you're just like, you, you don't even have a truck, you're fired. You, you know, like. Well, I mean that sense. that I probably have done. I think I've done that in the past. Like, if, like if someone's <laughs> car is constantly breaking down, if they're just not reliable, it's like, yeah, I just can't make this work. Right, but but like it's obviously because they're not reliable. It's not because I was actually a, a, a terrible example. And I was oh, okay, okay. It. But like it was just like you don't have a resource that has nothing to do with your ability as an employee. It's like, hey, you've been working for me for like five years now, and I feel like you're poorer than you were five years ago. So <laughs> therefore, I'm gonna have to uh, actually just text you from this position. I'm gonna have to unhire you. <laughs> dehire you oh man yeah exactly that was, that was really interesting um Fuck, what else happened point. in my week that was worth sharing with you guys i feel like i've had a pretty busy week uh oh did you get do you guys have any fillings like like yes uh, like gray fillings yeah did you know that shit was mercury no, you can opt out of those. Yo, 
I got mercury fillings in my head. Uh, dude, this is how yeah, that happened. Well, yeah, you know well, what I mean? yeah, well, first you're in Quebec, so that's where we. Well, can yeah, that doesn't help for sure. But uh, <laughs> you got the. That's crazy, dude. That's. Yo, good luck, if, man. if you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to break the insurance. fourth wall. You got, I got to break the fourth wall. I don't give a shit. If you're listening to this podcast and you got a filling and it's gray, like it's the color gray in your teeth, get that shit checked out. Cause I removed. have just get it removed. Cause yeah, cause I got mercury sitting in my head right now. If you do a quick, yeah, no wonder you have headaches. If you do a quick, shut up. If you do a quick, no, Google I'm serious. <laughs> I know, dude. I just, you know what? We just talked about anxiety, Ammer. Don't, don't fucking like make me put me into this torpedo I of negative. My, uh... I'm gonna be awake at 3 a.m. trying to pull out my teeth. <laughs> I think I, I, but, I have feelings, but I think they're porcelain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Most fillings are porcelain these days. Also, yeah. you know why they call Your them boy's the got Hatter? Mercury in his face. So, all right. Because back in the day, they used to tan hats with mercury. Like that that character from Alice in Wonderland. They used to tan hats with mercury. So a lot of hatters would would go crazy because when they would be in contact with so much mercury all the time, it would give them brain disorders and they would like go crazy. So that's why they're the Mad Hatter was like based on most hatters like, going crazy in the back of the day. Explain to me how mercury cap mercury mercury cavity fillings. Who is the well, son I mean, of asbestos. a bitch that came up with this model? As- asbestos like, was a fucking hell of a thing too. Yeah, but yeah. they didn't know at the time, right? Everyone no, but they knows- knew real quick and then they still did it. <laughs> That's the crazy thing about asbestos. They, well, they knew. you know, yo Gabe, you gotta chill a little bit, man. Like, sorry, just, sorry. Just really, yeah, just... But yeah, yeah. Emmer, you gotta chill, bro. We're no, good. No, 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 no. no. Uh, yeah, asbestos, like, asbestos liabilities can be massive. Yeah, can you imagine? How'd you I, even I find that out, it. Austin? What the mercury? Yeah. Um, I was talking. I didn't know this. And Cam pointed it out to me. <laughs> yeah, of course, Cam would. Of course, that's Cam awesome. Would. I, I had no. I had no. I. I didn't even. I had no idea they were mercury. Mm. Dude, Cam is a legend. Yeah. So, like, I was I was blown away. I, I had no idea. Like, I don't know why they're in my face. So, anyway, I got an appointment this week to get them uh, removed or a preliminary assessment or whatever to get them <laughs> to get a quote uh, for my mercury removal. Um, what else did we did I do? Uh, yeah. Uh, I realized the power of setting up a really good workspace. Like I, we we moved offices and I, uh, set up a new office. Uh, like I have a, a new physical office in a building with other people at Rydell. And uh, Wait, this whole time, where office. were you working? Uh, we were in another office, but we just happened to move. Oh, you, oh, nice. Okay. And, uh, this place is just much nicer and newer. And it's just like, I kind of spruced up my office. It just feels nicer. It actually mm-hmm. feels like when you're going into work, like you, you, you have more. Uh, yeah. Like you're just playing with fire, you know, like you're playing with a little bit, you're putting Supreme gas in the tank, you know, you got a little bit more. Like, I just realized that like, it was uh, like my old office was kind of like, it had no windows. <laughs> it was just like an interior facing room with like shitty tungsten yellow lighting. And like, all my samples were like all over the place. It kind of looked like Ryan from the office's office a little bit. Where he <laughs> like he kind of works out of the kitchen closet a bit, but um, <laughs> where, where, where he where he founds the company Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> so good. 
he gets bought by like the washington health like or whatever (laughs) he's like they're buying you for the domain name idiot take the offer yeah the washington university public health faculty yeah 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 (laughs) woof (laughs) have you ever heard of a woof (laughs) you get a text call email tweet That's kind of, you know, funny enough, though, ironically, that's kind of what our smartphones are now. Like yeah. someone contacts you, it's like you kind of get a woof. You get a little bit of a woof action. You you can be reached so fucking easily. Yeah. Um, Yo, John, tell Austin about the uh, that podcast with that fund. Fund? I don't know what you're talking about. The, the podcast you found that's like really good about investing. uh you mean focused compounding yeah yeah that one uh i found a good podcast austin about investing like i sorry what were you trying what were you trying to <laughs> no like what's that guy's name jeff jeff gannon have you did you hear some of his podcast yeah i listened to like uh like 20 minutes of one of them and the guy's just of... super intelligent yeah yeah like it's very apparent very quickly like he's just at a higher level <laughs> of yeah. understanding yeah yeah so basically, Austin, John found... What's his name? Jeff Gannon, but it's it's spelled G-E-O-F-F and then Gannon, G-A-N-N-O-N. But the podcast is called Focused Compounding. It's by far the best investing podcast. Definitely not a beginner's podcast, though. It's um, like, if, I would say, like, if you haven't, like, spent a lot of time, like, trying to, like, understand how to read financial statements or have read like you know i would say like a quite a few invest book, investment books i would say it'd probably be a really boring and just like terrible podcast to listen to because they just use a lot of terms that if you don't know what the terms are it just it would just be a really like annoying podcast mm. like this have you guys ever listened to like uh, uh peter atia yeah dude okay like like when i listen to that guy's podcast i'm like dude i just it just it all just goes right through you like at least with me because it's just like i i just have no understanding when it comes to science and like health like like he's talking about like different receptors and like, you know, pathways and neuro stuff. And, you know, I, I have no fucking clue what the hell he's talking about. But the moment I'm listening to focus compounding, I'm like, oh, yo, this is fucking awesome. Trish in the car, like literally I put focus compounding on. It's like, it's like, like a sleeping pill. It's like fentanyl for her. She's like, just out. Fentanyl, bro. Fentanyl ain't a sleeping pill. That's a permanent sleeping pill. Oh my God. Jesus. But yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if, what, where you wanted to go with that Amber, but I mean, I, I've really been enjoying this podcast. Yeah. I'm going to check it out. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. They're talking they about, some... uh, they release a new episode every two weeks. It looks like. Yeah. What you'd probably want to do is go back and just scroll through until you see a title that like, is like something that you want to like know about. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. They, um, yeah, it's good. I, I had an interesting experience this week about um, just socializing. Oh, yeah. Which is interesting. Like one would c- c- just think like, oh, you you know, you, everybody's good at socializing and kind of shooting the shit. But like I have to like actually like prep for like a social meeting because all I do is like talk to the same people or do business. So I'm like in a flow with every area of my life. But when it comes to like meeting new people. I'm just like, oh, okay. Like, what is something this week that I did or read that was non-business related? Okay, I can write that down. Okay, I can talk about. Oh, this. see, that's where you and I differ, man. I Dude, would just go nuts. full into capitalism. 
No, no, not nuts at all. Because I, I tried the other. Else that I would tried that, that would be better off for it. Like, like I'm like I'm wearing a Smith and Wesson hat on the first date. <laughs> no, that's fair. You're probably, you probably gonna... ain't getting a second date if that's the case, my friend. I mean, like you got Trisha there, so you maybe feel a little bit confident. But uh, you go back out on the dating market with that Smith and Wesson. <laughs> on yeah, on a first screwed, date dude. you yo, dude, I don't know, man. Merlin, <laughs> like that merlin was into merlin was a red flag that's a red merlin's laughing at you man she was uh, no merlin no merlin's, merlin's still here no, merlin's not here merlin uh merlin one t- all i'm saying right now is merlin the only photo she's ever sent to, to me was a smith and wesson oh i remember that yeah 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 i'm sure that there's a lot of meaning behind that um Meaning she really likes how sexy you look in your in your hat, your Smith and Wesson hat. Yeah. Um I guess yeah, no, but like but seriously, if I if I just kind of go out and I just talk about my business, like most people just zone out. Or if I talk try to talk about like Warren Buffett or whatever. Hey, I gotta be honest, dude. If that's the way that you prepare for for social gatherings, like given 100%. your given your intellect and like your your like you're so much better than that, dude. No, no, no. You say it like it's a bad thing. Well, no, it, it kind of. Yeah, like why isn't dude, it all just I think about twenty four seven is my business because I love it. It's like an obsession. That's what. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. But like, and like self improvement and like all that stuff, and it's just like. Yeah, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm saying that like, you're you're such a like you're a great public speaker. No, I, very I, comfortable you, around people. I am. So what is it that you're preparing for then? Because the conversation isn't scripted. Like you can't just determine no, no, no. the conversation. There's no, there's no script. I'm just, what I'm doing is putting certain things front of mind and putting things back of mind. Okay. You're kind yeah, of like. Yeah, Amber, I would say someone who's not very good at socializing might think it's a good idea to prepare to socialize. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. But I think that you're I, uh, socializing I though. Like not not with normal people, no. And I that's not that's that's not weird. What the what hell, the hell is does that mean? What the hell does that mean? No, no. It, yeah, it, okay, guys, you heard it here first. Ammer is the worst socializer. That's why he has a podcast. That's why he has a business. <laughs> that's why he's great at public speaking. That's why he did Toastmasters. That's why he did Landmark. Yeah, he's terrible at socializing. Ammer, are you it's, nuts, it's quite, dude? Ammer, dude, I, I mean, know I'll nothing about the news. No, I don't Ammer, know anything about Ammer, 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 What do you Ammer, think John Ammer. and I do? We watch CFRA 600 in the morning and fucking no, dude, dude, Ammer, dial Matter of fact, dude, every time I go, every time I hang out with Austin, I just actually watch like five hours of CNN straight. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, Austin just watches like 18 hours of you know cnbc and all we do is talk about trump no <laughs> well, Am- speaking Ammer. of a guy that's wearing a capitalism shirt and a smith and wesson hat i wouldn't put this that on a capitalism you. shirt oh it's, it's a Republican no, it's, it's, shirt. oh okay shit i thought okay question like- okay maybe i'm just actually approaching this wrong and i'm totally open to being wrong about this but if you know it's, it's not that you're Ammer, it's not that you're approaching it wrong it's just you're you're it, dude like uh uh actually can we pull up a gabe can you pull up the video can you pull up the video you can keep talking and right, which which video work with uh, yeah. All Sorry, I'm saying. Video? <laughs> no, don't pull up that video. Yeah, Gabe, just search that in the chat. Yeah, just search that. <laughs> or search that YouTube. in Google. Yeah, in, in uh, well, I know into YouTube, not Google. <laughs> yeah, Amber needs to be. Uh, uh, if I'm just meeting, you. if I'm just meeting somebody new for the first time, and I don't know anything about them i'm like okay i can like use the ford method 
to like relate. There's like a <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude, Amber. Yeah, Amber, you're so nuts. Uh, it's no, not you nuts. have to type it. No, no, it ain't no, that no, deep, no, 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 it ain't that deep, bro. It's oh, sorry. Deep, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that right there. It ain't that deep. Oh, bro. Uh, no, it oh ain't that deep, bro. God. It ain't oh, that deep. This is what, still no, not that's here, that's though. Not oh, it's, it's, cigarette video. Guys. Type cigarette video. No. I, I literally <laughs> said it ain't that deep, bro. Cigarette video. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. This is cigarette. Jesus. All right. Watch well, the first one. It's gone. What is this? No, it's, it's gone. Dude, it's, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. The moment is gone. No, it's not fucking gone. I'm not giving up on this. We are finding this. It ain't that deep, bro. I'll find it in a second. I feel for the people that are listening to this right now. <laughs> it's none of these videos. It's Dude, definitely feel... from something. Cigarette video. Bro, it ain't that deep. Is it, is it ain't that it, it ain't that deep, bro? Or is it bro, it ain't that deep? No, it's it's just a cigarette. It can't be that bad. Oh. Uh, is it? I don't know. Dude, it doesn't matter. Anyways, I'm just saying. Can't be, oh, that's just looking. This is looking good. This is looking promising. Yeah, it looks like that's like a thing that people pull up. No. Oh, for wow, we're done. We're done. Yeah, we're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. My sincerest apologies, gentlemen. <laughs> no, no, you're good. You're good. You're good. Uh, uh, I don't know. No, no. I still stand with what I'm saying. This is an actual experience I have. Of just like, oh, like, how, how do I be friendly and relatable? And I just, I don't know if I can do that normally. I need to actually like you know switch gears a little bit and be more relaxed and fun which typically as i'm saying like most people who are not into business or do not run a business i have to like kind of switch gears i i kind of think that's a bit of a story though maybe maybe man if you if you're sitting here and telling me right now like that you can only that you can only comfortably communicate without having to prepare with people who run businesses or, or like are really into self-development it's like if if somebody's not in those two buckets i'm like oh okay like what that's literally where 99 of all my time is spent in an entire week just to those two things so i'm just like oh okay well i know how to play golf i guess i could talk about golf or oh i watched that you know ufc thing that could be a talking point you know that uh joe rogan episode of the underground cities and alternate history that's that's interesting that can get the ball rolling like i need to prepare something you know mm. you know if, if somebody's like oh man no like i don't want to talk about work or yeah man, i just don't believe in personal development i'm just like ah man like i eat the same foods i do the same things i don't know i don't know John was zoned out there, but I, I think that there's a I was listening, I was listening to the whole thing. I was. Okay. I think the the, the it, it may be a limiting belief for you, Emmer, because I think that you're putting yourself in a category that makes you it mm. makes yourself consider that other people don't qualify to have a good conversation with you because they're not interested in those things, right? Like maybe you can't communicate with them as well, or you don't have as much in common. There's not as much to talk about. Yeah. But how would you ever possibly learn something new or meet someone new 
or meet your life partner or meet anyone that you would have? Like, are you only interested in promoting like homogenous people and thoughts in your life? Oh, interesting point. Yeah. Cause like, I don't know, man. It just seems like. Hmm. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good point. I never thought about that. Cause like the way I look at this is I look at. Uh, yeah. I guess what you're pointing to is like a lack of curiosity, which I can like uh, just re-enable. Yeah, yeah. I guess curiosity, but more so it comes down to like, I, I, I admittedly I'm thinking about this from an angle of you are currently single and so if you weren't single, I would actually look at this a little bit differently, admittedly. How like so? if you if you had a like a partner that you were like uh happy with mm-hmm. and you were romantically uh and relationship-wise you were satisfied, mm-hmm. then I could almost rationalize the idea of creating more like a, a bet like a more enriched homogenous group around mm-hmm. that life. Mm-hmm. but I still feel like we've talked about you being in a stage of life where you're not necessarily looking to like stay the exact same with the same people. Like you're still looking for new people to meet because of that. But I'm not though. And I think that's the discrepancy. So you're not actively looking for someone to meet romantically. No, man. Like I've just, it's just been boring. I gotta be honest. But then I like, but hold on, hold on, hold on. Like I actually haven't been putting in a lot of effort. So, yeah. 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 But also like the I just think that that is an extreme limiting belief though. No, I know. Yeah, Amber, like I, I'm not gonna lie, bro. Like, dude, I'm there's a whole other side of some, life. I'm getting some 40-year-old version vibes off this. Oh. <laughs> no, there's I know, I know. Whole, there's a whole nother side of life, Amber. Seriously. I'm not saying that lightly. Like no, I know that's why I'm bringing this up because this is okay. important. Yeah. Yeah. And this is something I've been actually like. I'm aware of and I don't know how to approach. Yeah. Like it's kind of is there do you think it's like do you think there's a I mean, I'm just gonna like just spitball here. Do you think there's a certain level of humbleness required to dating that you just don't quite have yet? No, no, it it's just like I don't want to but you don't know spend my is, time though. on a Friday like walking and eating ice cream. Like I don't want to do that. Yo, it's you're walking and eating ice cream with someone that you love. Like well, not even not, not, not even that you necessarily love Amber. You, you realize that like you don't have to walk and go for ice cream. Like, yeah, like but what like else is there? I don't want to play tennis. I don't want to do any of this stuff. Dude, I don't want to Amber, go hiking. What the hell are we talking about, dude? Like, I, why, uh, do you live in like, like Beverly you, Amber, Hills or something? Amber. And you're dating like the no, no, but Amber, the... no, but Amber. Okay, hey Amber, what's three tasks that you enjoy doing? <laughs> yeah exactly like dude what no, just, just, just name three times what the fuck? name three times amber's, amber's asking like acting uh, like he would work for, as like a volunteer like, program dude i don't it's like, like he's fucking ca- paragliding off a mountain it's, it's like, like he's fucking okay. serving community <laughs> service hours for fuck's sakes like amber's like i don't like picking up trash on the side of the highway <laughs> um i like working out Like you said, hobbies or interests? No, no, tasks. Like, what's it? Like, a, like activities you like? Oh, doing. like a sales call. Oof. Love me a sales call. I'll have to go on a run. Okay, can I get can I get screen share permission? Yeah, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this right now, John. No, I have it right now. 
I have it, I got right, it right here. here. Oh, okay, you got it. Okay. I'm Tom Adams. And fuck this fake ass Rick Ross with the mother. Fuck this shit, bro. You gotta turn it up. That's not the full video. You gotta watch it. Like, it's near the end, but like, just watch the whole thing. Okay, y'all. Oh, all right, all right. We got it. We got it. Just wait, just wait. No. Just wait, just wait. It's, this is this is it. No, no, it's not this one. Okay, I think this was the wrong video. Oh, John, dude, what the hell? Worst podcast in the world. Okay. Okay. I guess I just I have to give up on it. I have to just give up on it now. Cut your losses, man. Yeah. Ah, oh, damn. Oh, I love, yeah. I'm okay. Tyrone. Okay, uh, Ammer. I gotta be honest, man. This is my. I'm new just goal. saying, I'm not well rounded, and like, goal. I'm just gonna hold on. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like. That's a that's a be vulnerable lead. here a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Let me just. Can I just share something? Sure, sure. I have this perception that I'm not well rounded, and that does not make me fun to be around most people. That I'm sometimes Amber, too. That, yeah. Okay. Amber, that's true. And it could be so. Amber, okay. no, that is 100 percent true. Okay. Good. What you just said is true. So try and surround yourself with people that might be interested in hanging out with you, which is a lot of fucking people. Luckily, like, like Amher, there is so many people that would have no interest in learning about me. So why would I like, it's like, like, that'd be like me being like, yeah, man, like, I don't want to marry a chick that doesn't want to have kids. Okay. That's a factual statement. So I'm just going to try to, if I'm going to find a woman that wants to have kids. Emmer, do you think that I am well-rounded yes, yeah, you, you, you're, you're, Yes, I think both of you are. Like, I think you guys are very well I am more well-rounded than you? Dude, you play golf. Like, you, you know, you're... Like, like, <laughs> dude, Amber, I just can't even handle it. Dude, Amber, like, I don't even know if that's even I'm true, hard. dog. No, I like, swear to God. How dude, Amber, you, you, you seem to be as you, the you're most... a better golfer than Austin. So, I mean, I don't Yeah, know. apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it's like more part of, like, your personality. It's like, you know... Like, like John, like you do a lot of lot. Okay. Okay. If know. what you mean by well-rounded is that I have friends in different areas of the, like, uh, like in, in terms of like, if you were to take. No, but you thousand... have, I'm saying you have, you both have hobbies. I don't know if I have hobbies. Oh, you're just looking at hobbies. Like hobbies and outside, like interests outside of business. Like I just don't Amber, have you anything. You absolutely do. You suppress them. I, yeah, I know. Yeah, dude, you're interested. You Amber, in you're Amber, you're obsessed with this identity that you like. You work your face off, and you're like the super disciplined guy who only works. It's just not the case. We, you know it, and I know it. That's not the case. You are more well-rounded. You just suppress that part of your, yourself. There is a well, part yeah. of you that really wants to do other shit that other. Amber, what oh, you dude, do? I'd love to play some video games, but like, yeah, no, dude, I'm definitely gonna suppress that, Amber. I, I like beer. I like hockey. I like golf. I like, I do all those things. Am I like, you do extremely, them. am I extremely toxic as a result? No, 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 no. Well, no, okay, I'm just saying like, you can have both. If you're, I know how into video games you are. Like you like, no, that. no, no. I can't introduce that back end. There's no way. I'm not saying play video games, Amber, but all I'm saying is, but like, I'm you saying like you have party. the interest. There's oh, things yeah. you like to do. 
I don't think Amber likes to party, actually. Yeah. Um, but whatever. Yeah. Um, you have things that you're interested in other than business. If you make your business, I made, your I made life, a list. That's kind of. I spent time thinking about this because I think like if I don't solve this, like I'm going to be single for a Yo, while. Yo, this podcast is going to turn into literally the movie Hitch, and John and I are Will Smith one and two, and Amber is Kevin James. That's what's going to happen. Literally, Amber's going to go out on a date. We're going to be like, Austin's Amber. going to show up to the club in those glasses. And I'm going <laughs> to be in the club. And then I, and then I'm going to go to Toronto to like supervise the date. And then John's going to be in Amber's ear the whole night through an earpiece. Like, like, oh, oh, like, we'll like, Hitch, yeah. yeah. John's going to be like, ask her if she wants to mate. <laughs> Yeah, so he, here are things like I spent time thinking about this. <laughs> That's exactly what John would say. After if she if she if she finds it attractive that you can acquire and uh, share your resources. Yeah. <laughs> Amber's like, okay. Uh, yeah. Would would you let me? Um, uh, can I share my resources with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I provide for you? Amber's like. How much is your business doing? And I mean, how are you today? <laughs> yeah. Amber, it's, I also find it kind of lame that like that you're using that as an excuse where you're like, oh, I'm so into business that like I can't find a girl. Amber, what the fuck do you think I am? Like, oh, but dude, John, like, yeah, I, Amber, no. Amber, it's no, but it, no, it's so full of shit though, Amber. Like, literally, like, like, dude, like, like, you can ask Trisha, like, all I talk about is business. It's not like a, like yeah but you like, didn't like, when you guys were dating you guys were talking about nothing just having fun for sure I, i'm willing to bet bet everything on this horse okay let's start I, here amber we're kind of swimming in the weeds because it's like we're making up a bunch of contingency like well no, no it was I different. no 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 for for john with trisha like oh it was different oh. when you met trisha it's like well who really knows right do you i want to know like when you think of finding a person or a work. partner to be with Work distraction. Okay, that's not my question. Oh, okay, sorry. All right. <laughs> but Amber, even my, my question wasn't like a, share what comes into a, your no, mind. Such a like that's such a like a just a like a nonsensical. I know, like, but my even... question is, Amber, do you want a partner? No. Okay, well then, yeah. So then, so then, no, this but, is but why I, we, no, no, but I feel like that's the wrong answer. That's the wrong answer. No, it's not. No right or wrong. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand. I think it's wrong. I would. Yo, there's so Dude. much going on here, bro. Dude, Amber, I, I'm I don't want to be in Amber's right head now. right now. I don't want to be in Amber's head. I'm just trying to open up. I'm just trying to make sure you no, no, no. I think I think this Amber is, has is hard for me. Right? There's a lot of contradictory tension, just like fucking like you know, like like that rope's just getting tight now. <laughs> okay. Do you want a partner? You said no, and you think that's the wrong answer. Why? Because I don't want the work. Like work if if I can just like snap my fingers and just spawn the right partner, I would just do so it. So do you think that John going to New Zealand, let's say on Wednesday and taking two weeks away from his business, is that work? Yeah, well, I obviously don't have the love that he's experiencing. So without that emotion, that seems like a headache. What if I told you that the person that you were to meet that let's say like, let's say there's a woman out there that like we... 
Like it's Amr Abu Chakra's future wife. You haven't met her yet, but she exists. She's walking around somewhere in the world. She's doing her own thing. Maybe she's watching a movie right now. I don't know. Okay. What if I were to tell you when you ever did meet her, if you do, because there's a chance that you don't, if you continue this way of, of, of living your life, in my opinion, if you were to meet her, what if I were to tell you that when you just talk to her and look at her, there's an instant connection and it no longer becomes work. Well, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I think that relationships are a lot of work. No, of course, John, but like, I'm saying that in the moment, like when you meet someone, right. Yeah. Amber, there's, um, like John, can you help me out here? Like how, like you're, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'll say this. Like, There's kind of like a Charlie Munger talks about this actually, Ammer, about the ill logic of love in a lot yeah. of ways, right? Like, yeah. And it's uh I've actually I've actually thought about this a lot and I still haven't been able to come up with any any sort of like formal definition, but and I don't even know if it really matters if you have a formal definition definition of love, but you know, Ammer, it, it the sense of purpose that you that you can derive out of having love for another human being. I think it would benefit you tremendously. Yeah. These are, here's the main benefits that I think that That's you would gain from having love for another individual. One, I think you'd be humbled. I really do think, Amr, you would be so humbled by getting into dating that I think it would benefit you in your business. I really do. I think it would really change the way you view yourself and in and, and your standing in the world. I really do think you get humbled by it, but in the, in, in all the best ways. Two, I think similar to being humbled. I think you would unfuck yourself a lot. I really do think that you, your, your level of empathy and just like your general compassion towards others would increase dramatically by just in order to actually, and here's another thing too. Third thing, in order to attract the mate that you actually want, you have to step up your own game. Like, so like when you go into the dating pool, you'll, you'll start dating a bunch of women. Right. And most of them are going to be like, holy fuck, this is not at all what I want, right? And then magically, you'll make the realization, holy shit, what I want is better than what I'm capable of getting. Therefore, I need to step up my game in order to get a, a higher quality mate. Now, you're already like a pretty decent guy. And, you know, obviously, you know, you're, you're quite successful and whatnot. So I think that you've already checked off a lot of the boxes that a lot of younger 20-year-olds maybe don't have. But I can speak from personal experience. Like I had like a lot of like just failed relationships for a long time. But the moment that I actually focused on being the best version of myself, that's when Trisha came along. And then she made me want to like be a better version of myself. And she pushed me and we grew together and it was just a really enjoyable experience and it's still enjoyable. Right. So I could see that for you. Right. The same way that James has a, you know, fantastic girlfriend by the sounds, but. And it's hard to describe like Austin, I think you can relate to that. Like that sense of purpose that you get of just, you're not just doing it for yourself anymore. I don't know. There's, kind of hard to describe really but well it's actually it's one of the pillars of how we evolved right like amber whether you like it or not like you you want to be in a community if you didn't have any friends or any family think about what your life would look like right yeah the only reason that you have a family is because someone before you in your family met someone so the only reason that the only reason that you could actually like have the yeah. opportunity to to be you is because your parents decided that being together was way better than being apart. And then you sit before us today 
And you say that, nah, it's okay. I don't even need to think about having a partner. It'd be like telling us, it'd be like telling us that you don't need to eat. Yeah, like I'll be honest, boys. Like this stuff, you know, I want. I really need to start bringing it to the forefront because it's like, you know, health, wealth, love. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing with love. You know, it's just Dude, like this is this right here, <clears throat> the art of loving. This book, Eric Fromm. I think. Um, I think. I think it's really hitting on a lot of what you're what you're what you're sharing with us right now. I just want to share a little quote. I'm, I've got it in front of me here. Um, man is gifted with reason. He is life being aware of itself. He has awareness of himself, of his fellow man, of his past, and of the possibilities of his future. This awareness of himself as a separate entity, the awareness of his own short lifespan, of the fact that without without his will, he is born, and against his will, he dies. That he will die before those whom he loves, or they before him. The awareness of his aloneness and separateness, of his helplessness before the forces of nature and of society. All this makes his separate, disunited ex existence an unbearable prison. He would become insane could he not liberate himself from this prison and reach out, unite himself in some form or other with men, with the world outside. And the solution to that anxiety is love, right? So the awareness of human separation without reunion by love is the source of shame. It is at the same time, the source of guilt and of anxiety. So I think like love is essential, man. It is, yeah, so it's, it's, it's an essential part of, of life and it's, a, and it's an art, like it's a practice. You don't fall into love, practice it. That's just my thought. Like Amr, <clears throat> like, uh, by the way, Gabe, beautiful quote. I, I, I really appreciate that. Um, man, it's just like so many sacrifices, dude. No, man, like, no, I, I can't, I can't, no, hundred percent. Yes. No, hundred percent. Yes. Yes. Completely no, disagree. So what are you talking sick. about? Okay. Well then I'll, I'll tell you what I'm talking about. What am I talking about? What are you talking yeah. about? I'll tell you what, what I'm talking about. I'm talking about for me to, to free up my Thursday and Friday nights. I have to give up like sales Amber, calls that I'd like. Amber, this is what I'm talking about, dude. Like, and I'm yeah, just, yeah. Like, like work, work 10 hours a day, man. Like, like Amber, unfuck yourself, dude. Like, like, like you, you, you don't like Amber. You have time for this. Like, this is not even, this is such, it's such a lame excuse to be like, oh, I don't have time. I have to like only no, work. I don't time. want to make time. Amber, are you it telling seems me, like a bad trade. Are you telling me that you can't hit your goals by working like five to six hours less per week? Like, come on, dude. Like, if anything, you probably would be more successful if you yeah. stopped being so damn hard on yourself. Like, dude, like you live like a fucking hermit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like go fucking meet a girl, get laid and try and fucking make her fall in love with you. It's actually fucking challenging. It'll probably make you better at your business. Hell, you want to be a better salesperson? Go fucking sell a lady. They're not dumb. They're fucking like, they're extremely discriminating. Okay. If you're not like 100% on top of your shit, you Dude, will get this, this is facts too. Um, I, I, honestly, here's the thing. Like, just try it out. I bet you will get so humble that you're going to get addicted to it. Cause you're gonna be like, Holy shit. Like, this is so hard. Like part of me thinks that you think it's just gonna be like a walk in the park. It's like, Oh, what a sacrifice. It's like Ammer. Like this is like such a valuable skill. Like, like, can you speak more on that? Ammer, how to win friends and influence people. Right. Like, I mean, like you're talking about like trying to get contractors that are all married. Ammer, it might be relevant. <laughs> If you fucking know what the hell you're talking about when it comes to love, like Emmer, when you say sacrifice, okay, so sacrifice is when you give something of lesser value, sorry, for something of higher value and you receive lesser value. Yes. 
okay, that is not the way I view things. What, sacrifice is that you're trading up, like you're taking up a, 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 a very small portion of your time and you're getting much more, uh, uh, if you do it properly, I mean, of course, you, you could you could attract a, a poor fee, like a poor mate. In this case, it'd be a female, but a poor female uh, mate. And, and, and yeah, it could certainly be attracting. But like two horses pulling a wagon, it's not like twice as fast, like five times as fast. Like I can confidently say Tristan can vouch for this, you know, for, for in his own situation with Christine. Like I am much more successful as a result of, you know, having a romantic relationship with Trisha than if I wasn't with her. Yeah. Like Amber, I'm actually kind of getting... Um... Like I'm very passionate about this being resolved because we can't both be right. I can't sit here before you and say my relationship with Miranda has been a sacrifice up until this point, six years in. It's so clearly not. <laughs> or, or, or it's either that or I'm wrong. Right. So it's yeah, either like, it's either like, there's no like, Oh, Amher thinks that way. And Austin thinks that way. And that's okay. Cause it's two different lives. It's like, is my relationship a sacrifice or is it making my life better? Okay, can I ask, like, this may sound like a dumb no, question. More but successful. Like, and yes. more successful. Yeah, like, there's no, there's no, like, Amor, oh, like, I Austin had it that money. way and, and Amor had it that way. Like, man. Can I ask I, you guys a question yeah, about, yeah. The, like, very seriously? Like, what if you took yeah. all that energy, all that care and passion, and you just put it into your business? No, Amor. But it doesn't Amor. work like that, no, man. Amor like, okay, listen, like let, listen, let, let, let's actually quantify that, okay? So let's take all the time I spent with Miranda, and let's boil it down to how much money I make per hour, and how much money I could have made in my business, how much further along I could be in my life, right? That's what we're talking about? Yeah, but it's like, even on top of that, it's like the focus. Like, if you, if all you had was just Right. So there's a bunch of things. One. There's monetary achievements. It can compound like, on top of it. All the right. conversations so it's like, that you who have to like, remember right. with Miranda and compound and do all that. You just put that within your own business. Like, wouldn't that be crazy? Yeah. So there's a bunch of things that like yeah. on, on paper, you, I could appreciate in, right? Like domains. That's what you're saying. Like mm -hmm. I could be a better salesperson. I could be a better human being. I could be more healthy. I could be more optimized. I could have more money. I could have a larger business. I could have a more, I could have better relationships with like friends or family, right? Like these things, Yeah. what you're saying. Okay. That would have sent, if, if I, I believe that that is true, but I think that there's just something that you're being blind to, which is what I have created in a relationship supersedes all of that. Well, hold on. What do you mean by that? That I don't know if I agree with. Well, because what Amher's saying, I would have gotten if I wasn't in a relationship. Like, like it's just isn't isn't life just a trade off? You have so many hours. Where you choose to put them in is is just that's the game. It's like, okay, what are you doing with your time? <laughs> no, but Amher, I, I for some reason like I think like it, it, let me just like, confirm this with you. Like you view it as you will achieve less business success if you get into a romantic relationship. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And you're really, it seems like, it seems like the crux of your really, of your argument is that it's just a matter of, well, if you spend time on a relationship, how could you possibly, you know, like, cause it's just less time on your business. It's, it's, it's time on a relationship, right? Is that true? Like, so you, your, your crux of your argument is that there's just less time on your business. Therefore you get less results. 
it, it, it's, it, it's actually more than just time. It's focus. It's like, he's this other human being that now you're like forced to care about. Cause you have this, okay, so, this yeah, like so, involuntary emotion to yeah, Amber, look, I, look, I just, I, cause I, I really want to just like, make sure we get like exact points here. So it's, 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 so it's, it's your, okay. So it's not that you're, it's, it's, you're spending less time. So therefore there's less input, therefore less results, but also the intensity or the focus of your work. So you're, you're the multiplier of your work also decreases. That's what you're hundred. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Okay. I can, I can vouch for this. That's not the case. I mean, how's, that, how's that even possible? I don't believe like. Emmer, have you ever go. had a, have you ever had a partner? No. We okay, have. So. Go ask, go ask James what he thinks. No, James would agree with what you're saying. Amber, I just, I just don't ask, see it. I don't no, but see go it. ask, go ask Patrick what he thinks. Go ask. Yeah, he would agree. He, he would agree. He would right. But what I'm saying, Emmer, is that like, you'll never be able to understand if you don't actually do it. Like, what could we say that would make sense? Emmer, there is, no, there is. Hold on, but uh, Amber, there is situations where you could have a female that does detract from you. She could be a lot. She could be, yes. you know. But Amber, like, tell me right now, where in your life are you getting feminine energy right now? Well, like Christine. Your roommate's roommate. girlfriend? I mean, it's kind of a little. That doesn't count. That would be somewhat questionable, in my opinion. I don't know, like my mom. Okay, dude, but like. We're talking about like heterosexual you're a male she's a female type energy but what's happening are we talking are we hanging out like what, the, what what's the scenario here? right now who are you hunting for like what, what you, like you're trying to achieve a mission right now who are you doing it for just yourself no 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 no, no. for my family for like for myself and my family okay, and like so for the industry best time in your family yes i do okay do you think that's a sacrifice to your business? No. Okay. And so most likely the reason why you don't think it's a sacrifice to your business is because you get a sense of motivation, drive, et cetera. It, you know, there's like maybe a, a, a recovery aspect to seeing your family. Look at having like love for another individual, being a part of a relationship, you're going to like, you know, I, I, you know, again, you know, this is all with the assumption that you find a good quality mate that you have, that you're compatible with and it's a good relationship, but you're going to be more effective in all aspects. I mean, most aspects of your business, you're gonna be a better salesperson. You're gonna be able to manage your employees better. You're going to be able to more, be more empathetic because in order to be in a relationship, those are skills you have to develop. They're transferable. They go both ways. I, I the agree. Support, the support that you're going to receive is going to act as a multiplier to your business. You'll be more effective in your business by having this, this, you know, but, you know, I mean, arguably by having more of a traditional role that I have with, you know, between Trish and I, like where she's more of a, you know, much more of a support for, you know, for myself, right? We've decided, okay, like, hey, like I'm the breadwinner, like I'm the individual that's going to be trying to drive like the money into the relationship that we, you know, to achieve, you know, our monetary goals. But then, you know, here's, here's what I need from you from a support role, right? So there's that aspect to it, but like, those are all real, those are all real things. There's, there's tremendous benefits to being in a relationship that's done properly. You, you don't have to do that, man. Like you can, you can just as easily be the bachelor the rest of your life and just have no, like, I mean, honestly, man, I, I can't, I mean, sex is something that, you know, that I wish I could talk to you about. Yeah. Like yeah. that in of itself, like, will just put you on a whole new level. Well, yeah, got, that brings problem number two, but yeah. You you have a very interesting lens on this, Amber. Like, it's like you're sitting back and you're questioning what it is that you would be risking yourself. It's the focus. Like, it really, like, in this conversation, but you, I'm Amber, you just, the focus. Amber, 
you just gotta like Hammer, I would Hammer, I would highly hold on a sec, John. Hold on. I, I would just because I, I don't see us getting anywhere in this conversation. Yeah, fair enough. I would just say you might just have to say to yourself, like just hey, maybe well, hey, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, Amber, I don't think you're being open. Yeah, good point, Austin. I don't think like, you're being... Like, hey, maybe I'm wrong. Like, maybe maybe there's something I don't see. Maybe there's something that... Well, no, every... that's where the humbleness comes into yeah, it. Yeah, well, that's it. Amber, right? You think you're so fucking... That you're so amazing that you can just do it all on your own. Fucking... Dude, the humble thing is, yo, I need a fucking... I need, I need a woman on my side. Yeah. That's the humbleness. Like, you're like, oh, I'm such a fucking... I'm such an amazing person. I don't need anyone else. It's like, dude, go fuck yourself. Oh, I have a business partner. Obviously, that's not true. Yeah, but Amber, it's so... It's masculine energy, dude. Like, it's like... That, like, that, like dude. For you to be like, I'm the first man in human history that needs no feminine energy. It's like, okay, dude, like fucking cool. Okay. <laughs> you know? Emmer, <laughs> getting feminine energy is an essential part of life. Oh, yeah. I mean, I couldn't imagine how. There's like, a dude, reason. There's a reason why in the human species, there are two gen, there are two sexes, right? There's male, yeah. female. You're essentially telling us for the first time in hundreds of thousands of years, you're the first male that to exist that doesn't require the same feminine energy that, you know, goddamn near close to 100% of your predecessors have. And like, when I think of my life without a partner, let alone it being obviously Miranda, like you wake up every morning, you go to work to achieve something that you both want to achieve. Like I was able to thankfully find somebody that wants something very similar in life. We both want to live in the same place. We both want the same number of kids. We both have very similar senses of humor. We both enjoy spending time together. We both enjoy supporting each other. And we both enjoy working together. And so tell me how that's subtracting from my life. Yeah, I guess what I'm getting present to is that I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I'll succeed. I feel like I'm just going to fail, fail, fail. Yeah, Amber, that's okay. Well, here's a new thing. Hold on. Hold on. We're moving. We're moving forward. Are you in agreement, Amber, that you could possibly be looking at the. Oh, Austin cut off. Shit. I am in agreement that I could be looking at this Amber, or, or in Austin. a wrong way. That's literally why I'm bringing it up because I okay. know, I know I'm okay. making a mistake. So if that's the case then you think that you're going to, so the real reason is that you think you're going to fail. I just think it's going to take me like five, 10 years to get there. Okay. What if I told you, let's switch the roles, right? Okay. Take this conversation, put it over here. Let's talk about business. I'm sitting in front of you. I'm a contractor. I'm saying, Ammer, <laughs> you want me to knock on doors? Are you fucking kidding me? It's going to take me five to 10 years to figure out how to do that correctly. What do you say? Hire employees. Dude, what a waste of my time. I can just do it myself. Make cold calls. Dude, are you kidding? It's going to take me five to 10 years to figure out how to do that. What does Amher say to that? Uh, fair enough. It's just such a limiting belief, man. You're stuck in a trap. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, it's so, yeah. I, I gotta be honest, Amber, somebody of your ability and some, I like, I, I respect you so much as a friend Thank you, man. to sit, to hear you say what you're saying about love is, is sickening. Like it makes me, it makes me uncomfortable. Well, it's, it, it's, it's, but it's Amber, it's, it's not coming from a, it's not coming from any sort of like experience or education on the matter. Yeah, I know. 
like Amber, it actually, it actually kind of, it really bothers me for you. Like it, it, it makes me it bothers sad. me. That's no, what it makes. It makes me yeah. sad that one of my best friends is open to not experiencing life. Yeah. I like a pretty core component of it. Yeah. I am actually pretty open to that. Yeah. That's pretty, but Amber, but the other thing that you have to be present to is that maybe you're not as attractive as you think you are. Maybe you're not as suave as you think you are. Maybe you're not as intelligent as you think you are. Like, no, I know that. I know for but sure. Amber, but like, and like, and the thing is though, is none of that's going to matter to the girl that falls in love with you. <laughs> like, that's the beauty of it, dude. Like they, like you, you meet a chick, she's fucking amazing. And then every single morning you wake up and you're like, <laughs> fucking cool. <laughs> She's in love with me. Like, yeah, yeah, like Amber, do you realize how how like how many annoying and shitty quirks John and I have? Like it like we were able to find a woman in the world that <laughs> yeah. is like somehow okay able to tolerate me like like waking up farting or something, you know, or like or like burping or something. Just being like like just like just doing something that would be like, what the fuck is that? Like Amber, I go for walks where all I talk about is Smith and Wesson for an entire hour and Trisha listens and then we get in the car, yeah. go home, and then like you know, it's like like and, and, and like like and it's not like she's like suffering. Like that's like, so funny that I'm like, yeah, Miranda puts up with farting. John's like, yeah, I talk about socks. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dude, I that's mean, so fucked. Yeah, I no, that's just hilarious. Now that I've like changed my diet, I don't really fart anymore. Yo, but like Amber, put it this way, right? Like when I met Miranda, like, like I used to like a uh, Dutch oven Trisha all the time. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I had this one fart. one time. I had Popeye's chicken when we were in Langley. And dude, this I think I actually told you about this on the podcast before, but it just it's worth telling because it's so gnarly. But I had Popeye's chicken and it was so it smelled so bad. Like I farted and like like put it under the like under the blanket. It smelled so bad. We had to open the door to the hotel room to air it out into the hallway. And someone was walking by and they literally like, what the fuck is that smell? Like, like they literally, they literally were like, what the fuck? It's like a drive-by. Dude, literally they're walking in the hallway and they're like, what the fuck? Like they like stop and they were like, what yeah, the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um meanwhile, here we are. And like still to this day, it's like we talk about the Popeye, you know? Anywhere yeah, we go. But like so so let me ask you this then. So you you're telling me I need to ask these questions. And I'm not actually like trying to be stupid or anything. Like these are just yeah, general questions. I'm really glad so I need to get good at this. So I need to get good at this. Fair. Okay. For me to get a good th- good at this, I need to go out and experience and, and, well, and be doing a lot of learning as well. I need to say good at this because it's it's I don't want I don't want you to like approach this like it's like not like get good at dating. It's not good, good like it's not um yeah. what you need to do is you need to find someone that you're interested in, okay, learn about them, and they may take interest in you. And they may fall in love with who you are and you may fall in love with who they are. And you may find out it's a really compatible relationship. There's no getting good. There's no, like, it's, you're not trying to, con, you're not trying to like sell or convince. I mean, yeah, yeah obviously, obviously there's a bit of a, a salesmanship to. So you're telling me I just go out there and be myself. Yep. I, I mean, well, Amber, I mean, that's uh, Amber, Amber, do you think, so Amber, if you're going to marry someone and spend 52 years with them, do you think you're going to be like, dude, like what? You're going to be like, not yourself for 50. Yeah. Years? yeah. No, 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 no. Okay. Like, well, let, let, let's like, talk dude, about that's this. A, that's a tough game. Can you imagine like 53 years in, you're like, ha, got you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, can you imagine? It's like that whole time I wasn't me. It's like, well, I, I mean, I guess it, was you though because you know yeah 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 <laughs> like, yeah 
some inception yeah no but well this is like actually dumb and dumber remember like when he like faked it for like 26 years <laughs> he faked being like handicapped or whatever remember that <laughs> <laughs> gotcha yeah that's yeah. so funny He's like, who, so really, who really won this um yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, I'm, I'm i'm glad no, we're having this conversation yeah well thanks well this is, this is there's still a question here which is yeah. okay if i'm gonna be myself well how do i know i am like i'm definitely not the best version of myself so why would i but Amber, who, well, down you know, it's funny. It's Amber, it's funny that you asked that question because you're actually talking to two men that are perfect, and that's why we ended up finding relationships. <laughs> like obviously, Amber, man, dude, the there's so thing. much things that I yeah. can improve on as a person. Amber, you're gonna meet someone who's flawed. You're oh. flawed, and you're both gonna fall in love with one another. So what? Okay, what do I do? Like, actually, give me some advice. What what, what happens next? What do I do? Ammer. Uh stop stop preparing to talk to people. Put yeah, yourself Ammer, yeah. be interested in people. What are you talking about? Yeah, put yourself in situations where you meet new people. You can't have contempt towards a relationship. You can't be like going into Dude, it like, oh, I think it's a waste of time to spend time it's with you. 2022. Yeah. It's so easy to get like if you downloaded a few apps, you'd be on a date by Friday, dude. What are you saying? Get some experience. Yeah. Like doesn't even matter, man. Go on like a go 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 get coffee on Saturday morning with a girl that you think that you would be maybe somewhat interested in talking to. Am for I like allowed to minutes. track stuff or no? Dude, what are you talking about? What do you like, mean? Co- like tracking? conversations had in a day, dates went on. No, like, I, I don't think that's the right go. I don't. I really don't. Think um. Why? Well, I don't know. I guess I'm kind of personally. I'm kind of indifferent to that because I guess if you're logging that for the sake of like finding out what you like and don't like, then yeah, I guess that's fine. I mean, you could journal about it. I just, I don't think that you want to start getting into like, here's how many doors I knocked on. Here's my closing percentage. Like, I don't, that's, I think that's the right, that yeah, what we're I talking agree. about. Talk to as many people. No, but Amber, sell. I think you're thinking of this of too much of like, uh, like, yes, it's active, but really what we're talking about here is like, when you live your life, you're going to interact with females. And when you interact with females that you find beautiful, like not, not, not even just beautiful, like from like in a physical standpoint, but like beautiful, like maybe they just like, like maybe the barista, like the, the way that she was so helpful towards that old man, you're like, wow, like that's really compassionate. And you like, look at her and you're like, wow, she's like gorgeous looking person. You're like, Hey, you know what? Like that was like, I think that was really wonderful what we did for that old man. And, you know, I, 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 you know, I'd love to get to know you, Like you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's not like, it's not like you can't create that out of nowhere. Like you don't, you, yeah, you, don't, yeah, yeah. you don't go walking around, like looking for someone who's like doing good deeds for old people and then hit on them. It's not like, it's, it's just see beauty in the world, appreciate it and see if you have a connection. Like I, I literally like, I mean, I met Trisha by pure accident. I was at a nightclub. I looked down on the dance floor she was struggling. I thought she was gorgeous, but she was on the dance floor. She was sweating and she was like not having a good time on the dance floor. I could clearly see this. I went over. I was like, yo, do you want to get some fresh air? Like, let me save you. You know? Like, that's, that, it wasn't that's like so a, funny that that's how you guys met. That's so, but it's not like, like that's not, no, but that's not. And, and then we both left at like nine 30, you know? So it's like, again, like, so Amber, I wasn't the cool guy at the fucking club. I think I was wearing like a, like, I, I think I was wearing a red suit. like a a red suit with like a i think i was wearing a red suit with a um uh like a like a tan turtleneck yo i just uh i got so into this fucking goof i got so into this conversation i uh 
Oh no no no, Gabe! Don't show Amber no, don't a book. Do don't do don't show Amber a book, dude. Don't do that. Don't do that. Amber's no, not. Amber, you can't take a course for this. No no no, no but it's it's this book is a little different just because it's uh it's it's just talking about like how meeting women is a purely emotional process rather than a logical one, and it appears oh. like Amber's approaching this strictly logically, which is not necessarily going to maybe be in his best interest uh, for this type of yeah, yeah like yeah. You're, you're applying your business models Ammer, into how do I attract and get a mate and it's like that's it might not work as as well potentially that's all so it's like um there's there's that one here the art of loving is the other one that I've got and like there's just there's there, there are some books on this you want to read on but also you have to get out there in the world and just be yourself because this is all about being honest so like talk about business Ammer. you want to talk about business talk about business and the woman who you fall who falls in love with you is going to love the fact that you talk about business and that you talk about your business that you're so passionate about it yeah don't worry Ammer, about that well Ammer, but also like the fact that you think that you talking about business would be a turnoff to women it's like Ammer, like what do you think that women are into? I mean, I've talked about it many times about acquiring resources and sharing them. It's like, Amber, like you having drive and ambition and a mission and a goal that you're working towards. And they see that they're like, wow, it's amazing. Like he's truly trying to achieve things in his life. Right. Like. I hate to do this. Uh, I gotta go. No, I think that, I think that was a pretty good climax anyways. Okay. Amber, love you, buddy. Love you guys. It's a great Pretty conversation. Sure. Hold on. Uh, Amber, Austin, can you make sure you uh, save the uh, Zoom recording? Yeah, it's recording to the cloud, so I'll send it to you if you want. Yeah, that's good. Oh, we're just wrapping up for the night? No, we're going to do a whack versus wise, but oh. without a well, good night, Austin. Hmm. Austin froze again. No, you left. Hold on. I have a question. Oh. I um, yeah, dude, dude, like, again, this could be a dumb question, but like, I just need to work through this. So right now, the way my schedule is designed, I have zero free evenings. Zero. So you're telling me I should cancel some stuff to free up like my Friday and Saturday evenings, even though that might be actually worth like a like from an opportunity cost standpoint those are four phone calls amber like that's a lot of money just pull back pull back here okay like like it so like do you so what you just sit in that bedroom for 12 hours a day and you don't interact with anyone in the outside world no 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 like i talk to james and christine i go to the grocery store okay but like do you do like do you go to coffee shops to read ever no I go work out in a gym. Are you like, are you happy? Yes. Actually very happy. In fact, earlier today, I'm like, dude, holy shit. Like I need to write down why I'm so happy to make sure that I always recreate this. Okay. Well, fair enough, man. I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not going to try and push it on you that you should try and I just, I, I think there's just a lot of benefits that I, I mean, that I no, think I'm not fighting back. I'm, I actually just wanted advice on how to rethink about this. Cause you obviously, when you go to New Zealand, you're making a decision that for two weeks, you're not going to put any input to your sales or train Brady more. And that could be worth literally hundreds of thousands of dollars. Well, no, not really, but yes, uh, because of compounds and there's referrals and, you know, Brady no, might stick that. around longer, but, but Amber, I, I, you know, Sam Harris has a thing. He says, he's like, I'll try to do my best Sam Harris impression. He's like, you know, he's like, you, 
you can be happy in a in a cave in a dark in a dark damp cave it's just not easy it matters a lot to trisha that i go on this trip with her If I had my way, I, agree. I wouldn't be going on the trip. No, I agree. And I've expressed this before. I said, hey, you know, sweetie, I want you to know that I'm going on this trip because I love you and I want I want to do this for you. But it's not my first pick. Like my first pick would be to actually stay at home and work. Like I like working, right? But I also understand that it's not sustainable to sit at home all day, every day, and only work. It's just not. Amber, how old are you? 24. Okay. Yeah. You will burn. You have in the past and you and you will again. Okay, what's the point of that? I really do believe that bringing by bringing in this other pillar to your life, your life will be more stable. It's like you know, it's like three legs versus four. If I bring the right person, right? Of course. Oh my God. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, it's, it's, okay, it's but how, how the hell would I know who's the right person or if I'm getting finagled because I've never dated and I just go fair, for the, it's fairly, it's, it's fairly intuitive. Um, it's fairly intuitive. So I can just call you one day and just explain this person and you can tell me, all right, just move on. Would you be able to do that? Um, I mean, there's, there's some red flags. I mean, like, you know, is she like super controlling and, you know, is she always, you know, is she needy and demanding of your time? And Oh, that's interesting. See, I don't, I don't even know these are red flags. No. Well, Amber, I, I think it will be because like, if you notice that you aren't as focused at work because you're like, she's constantly texting you all day. It's like, that's not, that's like, it's not workable. Right. Like, you know, I think I literally just learned that right now with you. No, Amber, it's, 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 you're, you're making it seem like as if this is something that Amber, like, believe me when you're, when you're, I suppose there's gonna be like boundaries that you have to set and things like that. But, um, yeah, like, where do I learn about this stuff that you're talking about right now? Well, you, you just date and you realize what's workable and not workable for you. Yeah. But how do I know if I'm being reasonable or unreasonable? Well, This is the problem. I, I keep getting stuck. It's like, if I'm going to go date, well, I have to be myself. But like, who am I really? Because I can I mean, be anything. I, I don't know. I mean, personally, like, I feel like I, well, what do you, but I mean, what do you mean by unreasonable and reasonable? Like, I, I just don't, I don't know the answer. I, I don't think there is an answer. You just told me it's a red flag if, if she's, just, she's just texting all day. Well, it's a red flag. Hold on. It's hold on. It's it's a red flag for you for sure. Why would it be? I have no opinion on it. Like it's I can make it a red flag. Amber, it's not workable. Like Amber, if I phoned you five times a day and wanted to know what you were doing, you'd be like, "Yo, John, you got you got to tone that back." <laughs> no, I can just like use a different phone. <laughs> no, but come on, Amber. You, you, obviously, there's boundaries that you're that are workable, right? And 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 whatnot, right? But maybe there's things you value, like maybe, like for example, maybe something you value is, is fitness, right? So it's like, 
you know, if, if you meet a girl and she's like great personality and you're like, wow, like, she's like really nice. But then it's like, you find out that she's just not into fitness and she has no desire to ever. Oh, be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, actually pretty then, clear yeah, for yeah, me. You know what? Like, I don't know. Like, you know, I don't think that's what I want, you know, but like also Amber, you have to just meet people and figure out what you do and don't like, I can't, I can't tell you what your tastes are, you know, as far as like what you ideally want her to look like and you know, what you, you know, how you want to know. I mean, there's always going to be things that are not something you're going to like, you can't like, you know, drop your dream girl and it just, everything just works out perfectly. It's not really, you know, it doesn't really seem like that's how it works. I mean, there's going to be aspects of your partner that are, you know, positive and there's going to be yeah. some aspects. I'm, I'm kind of catching myself here. I'm, I'm making the classic business mistake of trying to get all the answers before even just doing the thing. Yeah. In this case, this is one of those ones where, but, but sorry, back to what you're saying about the, like you're booking off time though. I, you know, in my opinion, I would just try and incorporate your life so that you're just interacting with more humans. Like you just increase the surface area of your life a little bit. Yeah. Which means freeing up my Friday evenings. It what doesn't necessarily mean that. Like, I mean, like the type of girl, like it, if, if I was you, I would try and maybe try and, I mean, like you're just as likely to meet someone at a coffee shop on a Saturday morning and you're reading a book. Well, I go to a gym and at the gym, there's like a, a lot of people that I find attractive or at least interesting enough, but like, I'm not going to go talk to somebody while they're working out. That's weird. Um, well, but Amber, maybe you don't need to like try and fuck them. <laughs> maybe you just need to, Hey, you know, like I, I, again, I'm, I'm, this is not less like it vice per se, but I'm just like, I'm just saying like taking interest in someone, like, see, I feel like you're like making it like such a formal thing to date someone and mm. dating someone is just taking interest in them and learning about them. And then over the course, and, and then at some point in time, you're dedicating your life to getting to know the person and making it work. Between the That's day. it. Yeah. But, but like, it, it's literally as simple as just walking up to a girl in the gym and saying, Hey, you know what? Like, I just want to like, I, I admire the fact that you know, you're in here five days a week consistently. And it's just awesome. You're doing that. I just wanted to say kudos. Yeah. Then what? And then fucking walk away. Then what? Ammer. And then maybe, maybe you're, you see her again and you know, if you're at the water bottle station and you're like, dude, that's too crazy. That's so inconsistent. Like what's the funnel? How do you like, like, how do you, Amber, forward, I'm like, not saying this, Amber, so you're making it seem like you're targeting like one woman or something like that. Amber, <laughs> just start talking to women, start being a fucking man. When you're at the water bottle station, you both fucking walk in and say, how's your day? Pretty good. Cool. Awesome. See you around. I see you at the gym often. Good. Keep it up. Like, I, like you're making it seem like this is formal. Like, I mean, yes, there's pickup artists, you know, in games and things like that. I don't know if I necessarily believe in that. Like, again, like I wasn't, I, it's not like I tried picking up Trisha. Like I had no intention of like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, we happened to hit it off. You just need to start, you know, getting out there and just speaking and, 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 uh, I said, increasing the surface area of your life. You're at a okay. coffee shop. You're, you know, you're like sitting at, a, you're sitting at a, uh, at a couch and you're reading a book and it's like a business book. And then, and then, uh, you know, maybe a girl, uh, is like, Hey, you know, maybe it's a busy coffee shop. Hey, do you mind if I sit here? Like there's no other seats. And you're like, no, for sure. Sounds good. Like, you know, and then you're both reading there. And then maybe at one point you pause to sip your coffee and you look over and you notice that she's kind of paused and you're like, what, what book are you reading? And she's like, Oh, I'm reading this book about JP Morgan. You're like, what? You know, or maybe she's like, Oh, I'm reading this book about trees. And you're like, 
trees. I read a book about trees once, like what made you want to read that book? And then next thing you know, you're talking about trees and then it goes really well. Cause you're just both super interested and you're like, Hey man, like you seem like a pretty cool person. Like, do you think I could grab your number and maybe I could text some, you know, like whatever. Right. Like, but it's, it's, it's organic. It's natural. It's not like, so you just need, you just need to put yourself in situations where those, those, like those can even arise. Mm. You're not like a, like, you're not like a hunt. You're not like a hunt. You're not like this, like fucking predator that's like going around. <laughs> Right. I mean, that, that could work too, but I mean, it's not, that's my style is always just kind of just meet people doing my daily activities. And then naturally, of course, the people that are doing my same daily activities, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Fair enough, man. I don't know. Sounds like I just need to, does. Sounds like I just need to meet people. Yeah. But I didn't, but notice how I didn't change my schedule. It's not like I blocked off a Friday and like, was like, 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 I don't know, going somewhere and like, and being like, I'm going to meet a girl. It's like that. I feel like that's like not how you meet someone. <laughs> mm. Maybe uh. you now take in mind what I'm not talking. Like if I was talking about trying to meet someone and just trying to have sex, then this would be a totally different conversation. What I'm talking about is meeting someone and like, and getting to know someone. It's a totally okay. different thing. Okay. All right. So, you want to do whack versus wise, man? I do. Yeah. Let her write All right, this is uh, Rio de Young OG, YNJ, RMC Mike, and Louis Ray. And this is starting four. 2.1, 2.6 million views. Here we go. It's a Wayne beat. Ghetto boys, the click I claim. World rope to go and buy my ice, just the pickup chain. Paranoid, make too much noise, for nigga bang. Four pockets full, 80 racks, I might trick today. 11 in the morning, I already drunk a six today. I might spend 10 racks just on drip today. Yeah, I rap, but I just might make a brick flip today. That might be close, that ain't activist, let me lick the drink. I got trees walking red, you can pick the drink. I got bad bitches at my shows and they kill them. Brody slick the pain. Brody Smith the burner in the club got me feeling safe. Mad as fuck, I pulled up on time, got me feeling late. Bitch walked in triple D, I think her thing is fake. Young nigga runs to the money like we in a Stuff dick in your bitch mouth, made her fix her face. Bitch says she cooking lamb chops, bitch, I need a plate. I don't want no more ramen noodles, bitch, I need a steak. I ain't coming over just to fuck, bitch, I'm here to stay. Top took a piece off his head, call him flat top. Bitch pulled up, big booty, she got ass shot. No disrespect, run up a check into the bag drop. I see my nigga Wayne made 200 off his laptop. There it is. How many views is that? 2.6 million. So random. I know. Okay. All right.
Okay. Hitting the corner is hot because the Fed's got a tail on me. I don't sell dope. Why the fuck? I got a scale on me. Caught an N-word lacking off the turtle. Dropping shells on him. Cook some straight drop work. It's a pale color. Followed the op all the way to Portland. We trailed his blazer. I'm off two double C's. So when I nut, it's a chant or Chanel flavor. Bought a 2020 Ram truck today. I might sell it later. The high tech turned brown on us. The red accident or ancient. Hit a bitch every holiday. I'm going to celebrate her. Every two days I go up, I'm an elevator. When you see the ops, you don't shoot, you hesitate her. I'm off walk. I was asleep, but I was woke. I'm a meditator. <laughs> Buck her sister, got her beef in with her twin. I'm a separator. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's pretty whack. There's a couple of whack ones where you just you hear it, you're like, yeah, that was whack. So save us. Baptize us. Uh, this is an exchange. Uh, this is um, this is like just some short, quick quotes from J.P. Morgan that I really liked. Um, so this is an exchange between. So this is uh, J.P. Morgan being uh, questioned in front of uh, this, uh, I think, Congress. So it said, finally, in what became the most famous exchange in the hearings, thousands of pages of testimony, the two men returned to the question of controlling money and credit. Unt uh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to call this guy uh, Meyer because it, he's got a, it's got like Unter Meyer or something like that, but I'm just going to call it Meyer. Okay. Meyer was the Senator Morgan, obviously being JP Morgan, the banker. So Meyer, the basis of banking is credit, is it not? Morgan, not always. That is an evidence of banking, but it is not the money itself. Money is gold and nothing else. There was in 1912 a significant difference between actual metal coin and loans represented by pieces of paper, bank notes, bonds, and bills. When Morgan repeated yet again that the money could not be controlled, Meyer asked him whether credit was not based on money. That is, did not the big New York banks issue loans to certain men and institutions? Because it is believed that they have the money to back them. Morgan, no, sir. It is because people believe in the man, Meyer. And he might not be worth anything, Morgan. With less than perfect grammar uh, in his regard for grammar, he might not have, have anything. I have known a man to come into my office and I have given him a check for a million dollars when I knew that he had not a cent in the world. Isn't that bad business, Meyer said? Morgan, yes, unfortunately it is. I do not think it's good business though. Meyer did not apparently think much of this answer. And so he repeated his position. Is commercial credit based primarily upon money or property? Morgan, no, sir. The first is character. Even before money or property, Meyer said, Morgan, this is the quote, before money or property or anything else, money cannot buy it. Because a man I do not trust could not get money from me on all the bonds in Christum. I like that exchange. And I read the whole thing because I think it's important that it's involved the context. But the most important part there is that, you know, basically JP Morgan, you know, one of the most successful bankers of all time is basically saying, look, character is the most important thing in a man. You can't loan a man if he doesn't have character. Um, this was also, uh, this is JP Morgan's uh, stance on why he took uh, a three-month holiday every year. He he could, he said, do a year's work in nine months, but not in 12 months. Wow, good. It's pretty Interesting good. quote, right? Yeah. Okay, um, and then uh, there's one last one here. Um, uh, I like this one a lot just because it's it's interesting. But um, 
a man always has two reasons for things he does, a good reason and the real reason. Fair enough. And then one last one, because this one's also really good. Morgan had no coherent philosophy and never explained his decisions. The high stakes business of merchant banking required strict confidentiality, but he carried that ethos further than most. After a dinner in his honor in Chicago one night, the Tribune ran the headline, Money Talks, But Morgan Doesn't. On the mantle in his private study, he kept a white enamel plaque that read, in blue provincial script, Penis, Mount, Parlay, Pew, Ericus, Rhine. Think a lot, say little, write nothing. Interesting. I don't know if I agree with that. Why write nothing? Seems selfish. I mean, I don't think it's necessarily like given like a, it's like a thing of advice, but it's just a, it's just an interesting quote when you think about it. It's like, whether you want to follow it to a T, it's just, whereas I think most people do the opposite nowadays. They write a lot. They say too much and they think. Oh, right. yeah. It's just like kind of flipping yeah. a little. Yeah. Whereas, you know, yeah. Got it. Cool, man. Yo, are you okay if I keep bringing up this stuff as I make progress towards this? Like the um, the love stuff, the dating stuff? I mean, I talk about it all the time. Oh, perfect. Okay. I'll just cool. open to it. No, I think it's, I think it's I, honestly, man, like I think it's such a game changer for you. All right. Yeah. I'm actually really excited for you to just get into that experience and just, I don't know. It'd, it'd be kind of cool because I feel like you're going to start going through some stuff that, you know, it'll be kind of, it'll be funny in a lot of ways. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. Well, I'm happy to share. So thanks, man. You're a good friend. Hey listeners. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. As usual, you can find us on Instagram at the weekly call pod or through email at the weekly call pod at gmail.com for any questions or comments about any of our material. And just to kind of pick our brain or even challenge us on a few things we said today. The intro and outro music was brought to you today by William Scott Thompson. You can find him on Spotify under that name. He has a lot of other great material on there that you can go listen to as well. Thanks so much for tuning in this week, guys. We'll see you soon.